Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings. Welcome in. Another Fox Sports Sunday. A big slate of activity all over whatever your sporting desire is you're gonna find you want nhl playoffs check nba playoffs check you want action from roland garros wait a little while you'll have some of that we got action already live on the pitch a full day of major league baseball soccer and softball and little league games all over america welcome in i'm mike carmen alongside my tag team partner Three-time Pro Bowler, the king of the mammals himself. It's my guy, LeVar Arrington. What's up, LeVar? What up? Tag team back again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Start doing all the – get that bass flowing, and uh, we, we get it rolling here. As, yeah, man. As, as life begins anew, traffic has returned even on the highways and byways of Los Angeles at 445 in the morning, as I found out this morning. Sheesh. Yeah, the pandemic, the pandemic, uh, lack of traffic, it's come to an end. Yeah, it's final. That's that's why we have, you know, the relationship that we have at this point. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I ain't coming back. I'll see you virtually. You're going to send me selfies of you sitting in a terry cloth robe, drinking coffee and... Yeah, you know, well, having a little foot spa going in the morning. There are benefits. There are true benefits, Mikey Harm. But you know what? The biggest one is not having to deal with disgruntled drivers and aggressive drivers and, well, lazy drivers. Well, there's certainly that. Yeah. I, I've always joked with folks most na- days coming in on a, on a Fox Sports Sunday 
Uh, it's early enough here on the West Coast that it's me, the folks coming home from the bars, truckers, <laughs> and truckers sleeping on the side of the road. That's about it. So <laughs> as we get things going, even looking out the window this morning, already a bunch of cars flying by. Kind of crazy. We got our full team assembled. We got Chris on the ones and twos. We got Nick, our executive producer. And of course, you heard the voice of Isaac Lowenkron. So much yep. going on uh, in the sporting universe. It's one of those beautiful things that we're getting back to capacity. Uh, I, I think at Staples, they're finally starting to get those cardboard cutouts out and not a moment too soon. Yeah, man. You know, it was a good game last night, and, and it's just really, you know, you sometimes you get so consumed with what the outcome of the game is going to be or how entertaining the game is, but, you know, go back six, seven, eight months, man, and think about where you were at at that point in time. And and just to, to put things in the proper perspective is to, to like you said, not see digital – digital people on you know on the on the the cameras or not to you know see anyone at all you know the the covered up bleacher seats and stuff like that I mean it's just there's a lot to be happy about as it applies to right now you know I I'm, I've made jokes Mike and have have always rung the Penn State bell but man the minute that full capacity uh, post came out that you know everyone will be allowed into Beaver Stadium. Uh, it just it just gives you a sense of and maybe I don't want to sound premature, but it just gives you a sense of like uh, comfort maybe like uh, it's a a moment to to kind of take a deep breath and say you know what we 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 made it through i mean we still may be dealing with you know things that that are connected with the pandemic but it almost feels like man i watch the games and i can enjoy the games and just to keep that in perspective that not too long ago we were we were enjoying or trying to figure out our lives while trying to feel you know not guilty about enjoying sports spectacles or anything like that so that's a win no absolutely uh we're finding those uh, wherever we can all around you know me I, I love my live sporting events theater concerts all of that that's uh that's where i draw my energy right all that surge going in the same place and everybody there, common purpose. Even if you're rooting for the opponent, there's still just, you know, that camaraderie that goes with it. So I've got all my mailing lists uh, from places I've I've bought tickets before, and they're all sending, you know, notices of events. It's like, there's going to be a concert. Wait, when? They're saying in two weeks? Really? Wait, cool. that we can go to? <laughs> Wait, I, I, can, I can go and I can hang out and, you know, uh, look, I, I love all sorts of music. I, I find the lyrics and face it he's a great guitar player brad paisley uh announced a couple of dates he's gonna do some of that storytelling stuff out in las vegas i'm like yeah i'm in how, how fast can i drive there you know those kind of things uh and different concerts and plays coming back into order wherever you are in the country worldwide listening across the vast iheart radio network i i think you get it you know, it's it's those little notices and even just sitting back and, and watching some of these games on television. There, there's just that difference with the crowd in attendance in Chicago. They went to full capacity on Friday at Wrigley Field uh, and all my friends, you know, back home are posting the pictures. Hey, we did a meetup 
behind home plate in the third inning. And there's a bunch of people I went to high school with. Here's, hey, they ran into Bill Murray. He did the seventh inning stretch, but he was wandering around. So pictures with him. Uh, one of my friends, her boyfriend won the 50-50 raffle thing. So walked off with a huge pile of cash. So like all that positivity. But in the background was the fact that you had a capacity crowd at Wrigley yeah, Field. Man. And there were times where you could tell they were adjusting the audio of the broadcast team. That's how loud it was getting, even when there was no activity, because people were just stoked to be in a ballpark again. Got to keep things in the proper perspective is all I'd say, because for for all the little things that we've seen, you know, the items being thrown from the stands and different things like that. It's like, come on, man, like get a grip on your life and on yourself. We were just on lockdown not too long ago, and now you're able to purchase a ticket and go you know, watch your teams play. That That is not the proper way to blow off the steam of having been um, shut down for as long as we've been shut down. And that's not the proper way to appreciate um, being able to see, you know, these sports sports events again or any other type of event. I, I would hope that people come out of this pandemic um, and not forget, you know, what it feels like to be isolated and 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 it's because we deal with so many crazy ways of hate and and separation and different things like that but you know this pandemic should have sort of served as an opportunity to realize that man i may not like everything about everybody or what they're associated with one way or the other but man, it sure does beat being isolated. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about it. And obviously, you mentioned it before. We'll have all sorts of ramifications from businesses to to what happened in our education system and everything. And we do our best, you know, to to make make do and make adjustments. That's what we have to do in everything, right? And it yeah. goes back to our sporting universe of adjustments on every play, every possession, and and trying to keep things exciting. And and I, I find it funny, right? Because we started. You know, as laying out this huge day in in the sporting world and watching this England Croatia game, we've already got a, a post shot. So you know, hey, you're you're awake now. Hey, hey, the game is live and in living color. But for the NBA, we're we're still plagued. As great as the action has been in a lot of these games, we're still plagued with what happened a lot in the regular season. Is we get into blowout city seemingly very regularly. In these playoff games, we get to the fourth quarter. If, if there's a double digit lead, uh, it's the all right. Are we going to try to make one more surge? Is it worth right. the energy or do we pack it up? Right. Like Donovan Mitchell yesterday down to the Clippers. It was about a 16, 18 point game. Rolled the ankle. And it's like, all right, we're, we're up to nothing. Let's live to fight another day. And there was no, hey, let's try to get a, a big surge here and see if we could fight back. So you have games of that. 132-106 is your final. And and I just have to ask you, I, I didn't pick the Clippers to advance. My team's going to go home probably today. Uh, they'll quit or lack effort or whatever else. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, no Nuggets, match yeah. for, for Phoenix. Uh, we'll talk about that series and Chris Paul and everything as the show goes on. Uh, but for the Clippers, they were down 2-0 against the Dallas Mavericks. Luka and... You know, you could pick who who would be the number two guy if you were trying to put a two-on-two game together because it sure as hell wasn't Porzingis most days. Uh, And now he's chirping and saying, I've got to be Unicorn 2.0. But for the Clippers, can they do it again? 
LeVar? That, that's the question that we have to ask now. Like, go down 0-2 and suddenly have this monster game come out like a uh, – they came out flat, and then once they got rolling, once again, big game, George with 31. You had Leonard with 34, Reggie Jackson – uh, whenever he can keep his fouls in check, seems to go off. Six of eight, five of six from three-point range for 17, and it, a nice, easy victory for L.A. Yeah, I believe they can do it again. Uh, I don't think they will win the series, um, but and I think it'll be difficult for them to win away from L.A. But And then that you know, give them some credit. They fought back because I didn't – I thought they were heading for a sweep. I really did. Uh, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. You look at it, at a team and you look at the, the – you know, what the resolve may be or what the fight may be. And I just wasn't sure that it was there in game game one or two. And, and it looked like maybe in game two that Kawhi was maybe a little fatigued um, the defense was was very intense on him. We saw Ty Lu take a take him and and adjust his starting his starting group. He went small ball with his group. They were more aggressive on defense, very uh, uh, more more up in your face. Not as much space for Donovan Mitchell and and just challenge them. Like, listen, you're you guys are getting beat one on one. You're getting taken off of the dribble. Uh, Give them a ton of credit because uh, Utah came out and they were they were dropping dimes, man. Like they were they were hitting the three pointers and they were doing what Utah was doing, and it seemingly looked like it was going to be much of the same. But you know their defense was good. the The Clippers' defense was was good enough to throw off the shots and make it way more difficult for them to go after those those buckets that they were getting in games one and two. And it made you think that if they can continue to play this way, the Clippers, that it's going to become a series. Now, can they run off, you know, two, three straight to put themselves in position to get out of this this uh, this round, Mike? I, I'm not convinced that they can. I, I, I honestly believe that this was a, a good showing. Now, if this coaching adjustment and personnel grouping adjustment is, has been the difference, then give Tyron Lou all the credit in the world for cleaning up the rotation and figuring out the code of what, what the Utah Jazz are. But I think that's going to be a very difficult proposition. This is still a really, really good Utah Jazz team. And I think the only way that they lose this series is if Donovan Mitchell is not healthy enough to be Donovan Mitchell in the series. Playing without Mike Conley, uh, of course. Batum, 35 minutes in. He started in place of Zubat. Six of nine from the field. Four of six. Three-point range. Plus 24. 17 points on the night. Uh, what was interesting for, for Utah, and you mentioned the defensive switch, like he did in the Dallas series, had uh, Teron Lou had Kawhi Leonard getting after Mitchell, as you said, harassing him and using the zone. Uh, would you believe that they actually shot better, did the Suns, from three-point range than they did from two-point range. Just 17 of 40 as a team, and they had 16 turnovers that led to 24 L.A. Clipper points. So Another interesting stat is Donovan Mitchell didn't score in the first quarter. Yeah, 0 for 3 in that, and, and just harass, get the ball out of his hands. 
Yeah. So. And they had gotten off to a big lead too, right? That was the in- the other interesting part, right? Is yeah. obviously they they got uh, they got off to a big start and got a lead, and he was not a factor in the scoring column. It's good yeah. stuff. We're off and pacing here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, how often have you been called a complicated fella in your life? He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for being part of the team and saddle up. We're in for a long ride. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the great LaVar Arrington, King of the Mammals, and the man, the brains behind the Up On Game Network that's growing your first taste. Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific alongside TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris. And then you catch him on FS1 during the week. And obviously here uh, we get four hours to play around on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network. Uh, any highlights you want to send the good people to in the audio chase in the podcast world? Oh, man. You know, yesterday was such an interesting and spirited show. Um, 
Spirited means guys yell at each other. Okay, go. Yeah, I mean, the, the there were some good segments. I mean, the first, the opening segment, first of all, if you don't know, TJ Hushmanzada is is at an unbelievable – he is the, the – he is the epitome of what a Lakers fan is. Which means and, he's and, hate watching the rest of the NBA playoffs. Oh, I and mean, crying and, about injuries and making excuses as to why the Lakers are home, and came up with the conclusion that the Lakers are still the champions today. Um, which well, they he, are until they yeah, technically yeah. until someone else raises. I get it. Raises the uh, trophy. They're at home watching somebody head towards getting that championship. They will not get the 18th. Well, so. you notice how the the snakes are already out, right? Hey, Kuzma's <laughs> going to get traded, and yeah, this yeah. is going to happen. Uh, what Lillard? Dame Lillard is coming to town. Well, even if he ain't coming oh, they to town, said Clippers though. I tell you Clippers. what, though, even if Santa Claus uh, ain't coming to town, uh, he he's got an effect of what's going on, and we'll talk about the coaching carousel here uh, in about 20 minutes on the show, Lavar. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we get in back into the NFL world. And, and, and we had a great conversation about this, so I'm interested yeah. to see your take on the this. The continuing saga that is Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about Russell Wilson and his comments because I thought they were comical. Uh, and But by the same point, a, a guy that is a grown-up, to my estimation of where we're at in the process of you recognize where you're at, you see – you know, is the grass necessarily green or elsewhere? Maybe you're all adults and you get in the same room and have a conversation about where the organization is going. Something that I think the Packers and their brass are waiting for uh, with Aaron Rodgers as he finishes, you know, whatever his world tour is, the Where's Waldo uh, expedition and and everything. But Mark Murphy, the, is a couple of times now he's spoken to where you're just raising your eyebrows going, was that really necessary? And here, uh, as he was hanging out and at a, Mer- uh, a Lambeau Field event, uh, decided to bring the words of Ted Thompson. Uh, the late. Pa- the late, yeah, passed away, longtime Packers executive, talking about Aaron Rodgers and, well, his disposition. Ted Thompson, I think most of you know, just a great general manager, passed away this past year. Excuse me, earlier this year, often talked about Aaron that he's a comp, or, and it wasn't just Aaron, a lot of different players, he would say, he's a complicated fella. So I'll just uh, say that. Well, he tried to uh, couch it. Yeah, well, you know, it's a lot of guys. No, really, it's Aaron. And- well, then you go going to put it on a, a person that isn't even here anymore. Well, that's just it, right? He got them people shook it. He got, they need to go ahead and move on from him. They need to, they got to figure out how to move on from him because they are in a place now where he's almost he's so bulletproof like to sit there that that tells me everything that i need to know about where this is heading what the possibilities are of it mike and the idea of how you're going to handle it they have no real leverage in this situation you got a gm who's sitting there dancing around saying what he really what he really wants to say is is that we want Aaron Rodgers to do things the way that, well, every other player that comes into the National Football League does, which is what we want. And he doesn't do what we want. And and so now we we deem him as complicated. But you're deeming him as complicated from a very, very passive-aggressive approach. You're not owning it. Own it. Say it. 
we have these type of conversations with Aaron. Aaron does not want to conform to what it is that our organization represents and what it does. I don't care about Aaron's feelings as it applies to what we have to do personnel-wise to keep our franchise moving forward. Aaron Rodgers will come and go, yet the Green Bay Packers will remain. And and we have to protect that as long as that's my job. It's my my duty to protect the sanctity of what I've been hired to do, just as he has been hired to do something, and he should do the same exact thing. But they're too scared. They are too scared, and Aaron Rodgers is too powerful. And so you use a a, a past leader uh, in, in the organization that is no longer here as a shield to say kind of what you want. Look, kind of what you wanted to say. Yeah, it's twice in a week. Obviously, the early week comments from Murphy were in relation to a mailbag approach of answering questions and said, well, you know, he's divided the fan base. So, you know, taking his digs and in in this particular case, the complicated, it's like, all right, he's, how about just say it? He's challenging. We taught, we come to the table and you know, it's, it's a, but how about they say they challenged him? How, how about they say we are challenging and Aaron Rodgers as Aaron Rodgers is doing the best that he can to ha- like I I always get sensitive in in situations when it applies to organizations and players because I was in a situation where I would have been called complicated I would have been called all kinds of different things other than my name and all I wanted to do was be the best football player for the team and my teammates that I could possibly be. And yet I got drugged into this narrative of of all of these different things that didn't represent me over a contract situation that, well, I'm not an agent and I'm not the organization. Yeah. And the organization, the organization went down a road that was less than flattering and glowing of of who I am and what I represented to that organization. In the end, it was the business that mattered the most to that organization, not me, the the player, not what I represented to the fan base. Well, I think for you, uh, a lot was unfortunate timing. In yeah, that, well, the the yeah. world didn't know Snyder at that point. Well, but you know what but, I mean, like two to yeah, three years in. But we know that organizations will always put sure. organizational, you know, affairs before they before anything else. No, oh, sure. So, so they can take some culpability in some of what's going on. You don't. It doesn't always have to come down to you know what. Let's always deflect. No, and that's let's it. He, like some of his actual words were, "Hey, the less both sides say publicly, the better." Yet you're you're going out of your way to take the digs. Now, as far as leverage, you know, that that's a whole other discussion point. And well, why don't we do that after we hear from Isaac Lowen as to what's going on in our sporting universe? Why? Because we've got Jokovic and Tsitsipas getting after it. Let's go. Let's go indeed. Let's go to Paris where Novak Jokovic and Greece's Stefano Tsitsipas are tied at two games apiece opening set French 
Open final from Roland Garros. Stefanos. Stefanos. Forty-two Very good. years old. Let's go. Yeah, they okay. both live. Hey, not, not a slouch. You know his career earnings: fourteen million dollars. That's not bad not for bad. a guy that I'd never heard of until this morning. To be top honest ten with player, you. twenty-two years old. Djokovic is Greek. Career. Let's go. Well, it's all Greek to me. Jovac, uh, Djokovic's <laughs> career earnings: one hundred forty-eight million dollars. And how makes, was your day? Yeah, makes me want to work on that backhand. On to the NBA. <laughs> Speaking of millions of dollars, Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals on Saturday night saw the Los Angeles Clippers defeat the Utah Jazz 132-106. to The Jazz still leads the series two games to one. Baseball Saturday night, Jock Peterson of the Cubs homered for a third straight game in their 7-2 to victory over the Cardinals. His former team, the Dodgers, lost at home to Texas 12-1, to breaking Texas's 16-game road losing streak that this after the Dodgers won Friday's game by that same 12 to 1 score. Finally in soccer, Denmark national team star Christian Eriksen remains in stable condition today in a Copenhagen hospital after collapsing on the field Saturday during a match against Finland in the European Championships and needing to be revived by CPR. Moments ago, Denmark's national team doctor said the tests that have been done on Eriksen so far are fine, but it's still unknown why Eriksen collapsed. Denmark head coach Peter Moeller related moments ago that he has spoken with Eriksen. Christian, he was concerned about us. Um, so he said, yeah, and and of course his, his family. And he said, yeah, I did. I don't remember much and I'm more concerned about you guys. How are you? How are you doing? Um, so, yeah, that's typical Christian. So encouraging news today after that scary, scary yeah. scene on the field in Copenhagen yesterday, Michael and LeBar. Yeah, I was watching that live. Fellas, you know, up and watching some Euro 2020, as we are now, England, Croatia on the pitch this morning. Uh, and the way they surrounded and and one of the teammates, you know, administering CPR, like just one of those moments. Again, as we were talking about to start the show, Isaac, you know, and LeVar put it so, so brilliantly. You know, just the thankfulness uh, of where we're at and in, in being able to get back to these events, but also just the the humanity and remembering, yes. you know, we got to look after each other. Mm-hmm. Got to appreciate that first. And, and that kind of dovetails back into the conversation, Mike, about about Aaron Rodgers, like appreciate one another first and go from there. Well, because I think that's one of the things lost in this. Right. It, it, and I look, it may be as bad as we portray it in the media, like we've beefed it up, like we're, we're hyping a heavyweight fight in a lot of ways. And and I, I still go back to the Kenny Mayne interview where Rodgers had the open court to say whatever he wanted as strongly as he wanted about leaving. And he talked about philosophy and got into, you know, some feel good. We got a hot yoga studio as part of our complex here uh, yeah, next to the do. Fox Sports Radio studios. You got some, you know, famous folks walking in and out. But, you know, the activity, people coming in and sweating their heads off uh, and, and everything. And, and it feels like, you know, that and some meditation was where Re- Aaron Rodgers was. And I'm not putting that in a pejorative term. It just was like, you know, pie in the sky, organizational. I'm not getting the feels that I like. And then you, you break down what they've done in drafts and, and when they've added talent. And, yeah, you can't put a first-round tag on it. But look at a lot of the first-round wide receivers the last four or five years. How many of them were any good? Right, J- Justin Jefferson came out like a house of fire. And you got other guys that were contributors. But in terms of sure-fire stars at that draft position, didn't quite work. Not to mention that Aaron, Aaron was first in line to get his oversized novelty check. 
which as we know, you know, you, you get, only get so much money to play with in the National Football League. So in terms of trying to do, be additive in the offseason, you could say, well, that's not the player's, you know, job to give some of that up. But we know that it puts a stress, and which means every decision has to be pinpoint and on a tighter budget when you're taking 25% of the salary cap off the top for your QB. So, you know, and you've had a roster that got you to the NFC title game. You got a new coach that you didn't get along twice. With. And, and it, right. And then in year two, after all the reports, you're not getting along, even, even though you're maybe not satisfied with how the offense is set up, you're able to throw 48 touchdowns with these lackluster performers. Like, what am I missing here? Why <laughs> did, did they not give you an extra, you know, little trophy for attending all of last season's off-season workouts or, you know, the Zoom meeting attendance? I, I don't know. It's like, what, what else can they do for you? Whatever it is, Mike, it's obviously significant enough to Aaron Rodgers where it's turned into this. And I don't. I just don't get the feeling that Aaron Rodgers is delusional. I just don't. And I'm maybe I'm not I'm not basing that off of his accolades and accomplishments either. I'm basing that off of just we've had enough sample sizes of listening to him interview. He's a very intelligent man. No question. There's something there and whatever that something is internally Green Bay knows. But but Green Bay's business will always take precedence over anything else, including Aaron Rodgers and his feelings. And the one thing that you have to learn, and, and it is the hardest thing to do, because you go your entire life with it being family and feelings and emotions and love and accountability and all these different things that go into what makes you the type of player that you are, you have to delete emotions from business. And so it now becomes a business once you start getting paid to do the job that you're doing. And and once that happens, it, just like what Green Bay is doing, Aaron Rodgers is doing the same. There can be no emotions in business. And that's an unfortunate part of of professional sports sometimes because business can ruin beautiful things. We've seen it. And you're from Chicago, so you can speak to it to a level that probably most other people have never had to (laughs) Uh, live through in a door. And if it can happen to Michael Jordan, Mike, and Scottie Pippen, please believe me, it can happen to Aaron Rodgers, anybody else, they can get it. He took that personally. Uh, look, the Scottie Pippen thing, you guys covered that yesterday, I would assume, a little bit about the book. No, we no, didn't. And then maybe we'll uh, bring that back in today because yes. we got a couple of little uh, tidbits. And I think we don't get four hours, man. No, you I and know, I, you we, guys, get, we get time. We get to you stretch know. a little bit. I, I, I just was, don't know where the. We're I mean, NASCAR. If, you, if you had to take. Uh, you know, TJ and talk him off the uh, the proverbial ledge. We did have Lakers. to talk him off the ledge. I, I guess that probably took a, a, a chunk of time away from you. It uh, did. I, I think the hard part, just getting back to the Packers, because we will get the Scotty Pippen is interesting because there's so much. Because he came from a, a place of bitterness uh, when they wouldn't redo his contract. And that was talked about a little in the last dance. I don't think people realize how big that was. 
Oh, it's big. When when they said, "Hey, do you you're sure you want this long-term deal? Cuz don't come back." Like they they played it in the last dance, but I remember that was happening live and it became a, "Hey, I'm grossly underpaid." It's like, "So?" But like they you wanted did the it longevity. To too. Yeah, of course they did. They was, did it. Was, they did it to Phil. That was they the did Ryan's it to Phil. Way ta- of the whole thing. <laughs> We're yes. talking about the greatest of the greatest of all time and coach and players. Yes, that's why and you go New it. Jack City, and that's Come why on, th- this Packers thing. It's the same thing, right? They got in their fields, and and both Murphy and Rogers passive aggressively. They're they're in their fields. Yes, like, like Nino said, all business, never personal. Oh yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, there's a lot of other things Nino yeah, had to say. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. know where I was gonna go there. I didn't know which one. Cancel it. I'll get another one. Like <laughs> no, it could have been that one. Sit you know your five dollar <laughs> down yeah. before I make change. That's I never kinda, liked you anyway. Yeah, I mean that's kinda, <laughs> <laughs> kind of the back and forth that we have here, and it's just like, all right, let's all be grown ups in the room. Realize we got something pretty good. And and like right now, being away from mini camps and all, folks making this, oh, look at he he drew the line in the sand. It's like, this is the best thing for the Packers. Because they, they have no choice but to throw the kitchen sink at Jordan Love. Right? And so he ain't it. Well, he, he We don't know that we he don't is, know but that, it don't it but, don't sound like he is, because if he was, Aaron Rodgers would not be throttling down the way that he is. It'd be like, whoa, this Jordan Love kid. Go ahead, Aaron. Act out. Act up. We good. We're good over here. That ain't the case. That ain't what I'm hearing out of Green Bay. No. So. Well, I mean, you, you, I, I thought it would go after year two anyway. Like, I thought there was going to be another year, and then everybody would just say, all right. Okay, the, let the, me the throw this one. The contract is that we can get out of this, and in theory, this kid's ready. If he's not, he's not. And and from all reports, they're willing to throw the, the, the pile, another pile of money at him which I don't know that it solves anything in terms of his personnel desires, but it'll make him happy and richer, I guess. But what do you, what do you got? So when you – we had this debate yesterday, and I know we're, we're up, up against it on time, but I want your opinion on this. TJ called me crazy. I thought it was crazy that he thought it was crazy to call me crazy. But when you draft, when you move up in the draft in the first round to get a player – what is the expectation of that player coming into that organization, usually? Well, I, usually I, I think you would say, hey, we're, we're anticipating the guy's going to play right away. Exactly. This was This was to me, and it read, and just because they didn't call him on draft day, I'm sorry he didn't get the courtesy call. Or maybe he missed it. Maybe it went to the other phone. But the, the idea being, you've been hurt, your production's down, we need an insurance policy because you're going to be 37 years old. So, so when you bring in that that guy that you took early, mm-hmm. does it matter that your name is Aaron Rodgers? Because if it mattered, then you wouldn't have used, uh, you would not have moved up in the draft and took the player that plays the same position as Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers' feelings and if Aaron Rodgers being an Aaron Rodgers mattered. Is that correct? Would we say that that's correct or accurate? I think you'd you'd like the, there to be all adults in the room, but I get your point. So the point <laughs> the point the point here is is that they were planning on replacing Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love, and probably sooner than later because you moved up in the first round of the draft 
to make sure. That's saying you want to ensure that you get that player in particular. So to me, the handwriting was on the wall for the simple fact that even if it's not Jordan Love, the Green Bay Packers played their hand and they showed Aaron Rodgers that we are indeed trying to get you the hell up out of here. Case closed. Like, we can start all of the conversations right there. If you want to know where the the Green Bay Packers are coming from with their responses, look no further than what they attempted to get done by drafting Jordan Love the way that they did. If you want to understand why Aaron Rodgers feels the way, which, by the way, every other position in the sport, maybe other than long snappers, are always having someone drafted to take your position quarterbacks entitled asses are the only ones that get in their fields and get sensitive and 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 all that other stuff when it comes down to somebody being hired to take your job but nonetheless that is the expectation of that position and green bay played their hand so now what exactly is green bay trying to sort through you played your hand you showed them what you feel you showed them what what you want to do, Mike Harmon, and then now you got to live by it or die by it. Stop playing the fence because this is a fence-playing situation here. Oh, you know I want to kill you now, but I ain't killed you yet. But, dude, you tried to kill me. <laughs> you're trying to kill me. I know you're trying to kill me. Well, so am I just going to wait Aaron for you Rogers, to kill me? Aaron Rodgers coming into the league, he watched it uh, as he had to sit for three years knowing how this game works. Uh, mm-hmm. We got more. This is the – well, it was, an, it was a good soliloquy. Uh, we'll go back into the Lakers for a moment because I want to circle back to that Damian Lillard rumor to L.A., but from a different angle. We'll get into that next year on Fox. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday, brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's based on a 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations do apply. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington, having fun with you. We got more on that Aaron Rodgers thing. Uh, It's just so deep and... You know, into in the, the psychology and, and whatever line of work y'all are in, listening coast to coast, we appreciate you getting up and hanging out with us here on, on Fox Sports Sunday. You recognize it, you know, the the work done versus the the passion play and personal side of things, right? Because we say business, not personal, but let's face it. We invest a lot of our times and ourselves into our respective jobs. It's hard. Careers, it's hard right? To, yeah, it's hard to do that. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to split it and just say, all right, this is the rational decision. This is how it goes, et cetera. No, you, you, get, you get up in your feels because it's a representation of who you are and what you do, and you want to feel respected, right? Everybody wants to feel respected. And for each person, perhaps there's a, a different way. Some, it's just, hey, you increased my pay. You showed me respect. Yeah. Right. Uh, sometimes it's that simple, but so much more to it, of course. There's a lot more to it. I mean, like I said, when I draw from personal experiences, I remember going in when when everything started going downhill and I went in and I was talking to Joe Gibbs and they were doing the things that they were doing and they were setting it up where I was going to take the fall for it. And I poured my heart out. 
like and pleaded with Joe Gibbs for us not to go down that road. People may not know this. This might be one of the few times I've told the story a couple times, but I've not told it very many times. You know, I I broke down into tears, bro. You know, telling him about how much the city means to me, it meant to me and and the fan base and the team and you know, that dude looked at me with the straightest face. <laughs> No facial expressions, no nothing. Right. You know, everybody talks about the great Joe Gibbs. I don't know that Joe Gibbs. I know I know the the not so honest, the 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 kind of the poker face, joker face uh Joe Gibbs. I don't I don't know the one that everybody beloves and, and you know the one that uses Christianity. I don't I don't know that one. But what I do know is I learned a very valuable lesson from him, which was take the emotions out of the business. <laughs> but it's hard. Right. No, it, easier. It's, it's, it's much a very easier difficult said than thing done. to do. Yeah, it's a much difficult thing to do. Well, let me run this by you really quick, quickly. Uh, Jason Kidd put out a statement after Damian Lillard said, this is the guy I want to come coach the Blazers. Hey, he took himself out of the running. I'm flattered, et cetera, et cetera. Some say it's the relationship with Terry Stotts because I like to stir thing up and it's sport talk, talk radio. Remember last year we were talking that maybe there would be a coup eventually and he'd mm. try to take over for Frank Vogel. Mm. What say you about that? Ha <laughs> 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 That was my best time. Vince McMahon. There you go. Give it some time. Give us, give it's us it's time. percolating, and then yeah. obviously Damian Lillard. There were some reports maybe he'd like to join the Clippers. Like, yeah, can we at I least get the clips. Clippers out of the uh, playoffs before we decide how they're being blown up and traded around? I love that. It's like you know, it's it's not even done, right? The the time you haven't let it sit for fifteen minutes after cooking yet, uh, till before savoring it. We want to digest it and get into the juicy off season coming up next hey retirement or play for one of the all-time great coaches very interesting quote fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball we usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The wait is over. 
The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Greetings. Welcome in. Hour two of the program here. Fox Sports Sunday. Happy to have you along with us here uh, for a we thank you for a few minutes of your time, whether you're to and from services. Uh, if you do uh, head in, uh, say a prayer for us, too. Uh, we'll do the same uh, and send some good uh, energy your way. Mike Garman alongside LeVar Arrington. It's a fun, action-packed Sunday. So many activities already ongoing. You heard Isaac talk about Roland Garros and the men's final. We've got Euro 2020 in action on the pitch. We've got two NBA playoff games. The NHL playoffs resume later on tonight. Major League Baseball flowing. Good to have that energy going, LeVar. All the juices flowing and plenty of opportunities for folks to wager and uh, (laughs) maybe make or lose some money on these series. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And again, I I think it's cool to continue the, the, the theme of just being appreciative of how sports has has become, um, you know, more of a spectated event in person. Um, yeah, we've got late. the outlier knuckleheads, but otherwise everybody else just excited to be back in uh, what they like to consider a second home. It's yeah. a safe place. It is a safe place. I'm just happy for that, you know, honestly, just watching watching the games um, and, and knowing that. I'm, I'm just happy about, you know, sports getting to a place where what it was created for, which was in some cases recreation, um, in some cases, uh, you know, entertainment. And 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 really, it's just it's it's the place where I always said the one thing that I love the most growing up about sports when I was old enough to understand what sports represented was it didn't matter what your income was it didn't matter what your job was it didn't matter what your color was uh, it didn't matter what your religion was because you were all united by your team on on game day and you saw the best of of 
what people had to offer to one another in terms of humanity based off of one common thread of belief, which was you wanted your team to win. You see a white person hugging a black person. You see two women hugging each other. You see two guys hugging each other, a fat guy hugging a skinny guy. Like it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like in the moment of joy and bliss and total, you know, just euphoria for what your team was doing. You didn't care about anything else other than what the team was doing. I was taken aback there for a moment. It's the first time I've heard the term fat other than yeah. me describing myself in a long well, time. Well, there you go. I mean, I mean I, fat that, does we've, exist. we've got a million other euphemisms it, for it at this point. But overweight <laughs> overweight exists, but fat is fat. Stop. Yeah, I, I might get canceled. This might, might be, be my last show. You had a good run. The fat mafia might come for me, and I apologize. I wasn't is, shaming anyone. Is there a anyone. mafia? Wow. Uh, everybody bad. has a mafia these days. Everybody man. has that and we're a nation. Remember that. Fat nation. Well, let's I could have been saying, if I get in trouble for this, I'll say P-H-A-T. They were pretty hot and tempting. That's, well, there you go. <laughs> you can find that uh, and, and all definitions LeVar's trying to use on UrbanDictionary.com. There you go. There you go. There we you get go. back into the NFL. We'll get into the NBA playoffs as the show develops, obviously. Uh, we've got a couple of series that, if for all intents and purposes, look like they're finished, Phoenix and Denver. But uh, there's still some good storylines that flow out of that. But in the NFL, it's been dominated this offseason by three quarterbacks. The Aaron Rodgers situation we talked a lot about first hour. Uh, we've also had, of course, Russell Wilson. We'll get into him coming up about 15 minutes from now because suddenly he's a funny guy. Suddenly he's in front of a microphone and everything's okay in the world. Yeah. And then, of course, the Deshaun Watson situation that is seemingly at a standstill. Right? We really haven't had any updates on any progress in the legal side, on the civil side. It's all just kind of in this. Uh, unknown space but three quarterbacks all looking to at least for a moment change venues dominated this offseason so someone had to finally raise their hand and say what about me and last last week we had the julio jones trade okay that was good but now Le'Veon bell oh gosh wait no well i mean i bring it up only because sometimes you know who was it herm edwards and well i'm sure many others have said it sometimes you got to remember not to hit send uh, he was on a, an Instagram account, someone who'd spent some $700 at McDonald's. I mean, that's a pay-it-forward kind of moment. Either that or you're having one heck of a McDonald's party. Uh, but decided to comment, quote, I'll never play for Andy Reid again. I'd retire first. And there was really nothing in the thread or anywhere else to indicate, well, why you would make this statement. But when we look at Le'Veon Bell, a guy who's, we could say very fairly has kind of marched to his own path, his own drummer in his NFL career, right? The way he decided to leave Pittsburgh, perhaps someday he'll recognize the error of his ways uh, in terms of what it meant for his career and, and finances. Cause that's $15 million. You're never getting back LeVar. Even if you signed that next deal, you still would have gotten a deal from them or somebody else, unless you had something catastrophic happen. And well, who, who knows you tempt fate, but he makes he's never this... been the same since leaving. But no, that's right. No, yeah, I, the, but, but that go. but that's the point, right? Your, your yeah. career has never been the same. You missed all that time. You went and played for the Jets. Enough said. Uh, and and now you you go to Kansas City. You play 
Uh, joined them in week six last year. He was their second leading rusher. Remember, Damian Williams had opted out. Williams now with Chicago uh, as one of the members of their backfield alongside. And keep in mind, he had an opportunity to be the feature back. Hilar went out with he was that out with leg an injury. injury. That's right. And he had the opportunity to get in there and be the guy. It just never happened. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie, uh, 803 yards and four touchdowns, 4.4 yards per carry as a rookie, also uh, adept at catching the ball out of the backfield. The efficiency wasn't necessarily as great as it, as you'd wanted, but he had 54 targets, which was good enough for fifth on the team. You look at, at Bell, uh, average four yards carry, two touchdowns in his 63 attempts, also added seven or 13 receptions on 17 targets but could never get himself into a place where he was the guy daryl williams was getting time uh you saw so many other options you know trying to to get into the mix and then the passing game as we've seen with so many you've got guys not necessarily always the kelsey tyree kill but guys used more or less as extended running plays in the receiving game so didn't have a huge role there but I don't know that I've ever heard anyone come out against Andy Reid like that, too, at this point in your career. I, I, I love the headlines. I like bravado. It's just like, you're trying to get a job. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't understand that one because it, it that's a hard one. That's a hard one to get your head wrapped around if you're if it's coming from Le'Veon Bell like you got to think about this right I'm very familiar with Andy Reid because I, I spent my whole entire career playing against him twice a year one thing about Andy Reid he's going to have one to two backs that are a problem for you to deal with he loves getting those those backs that can do a ton of different things. I, I remember from dealing with Deuce, uh, Deuce Staley um, early on, and then it turned into um, Brian Brian Westbrook, who arguably, in my book, could possibly be a Hall of Famer um, in, in some regards. I, can, uh, I concur. Yeah, and, and you, I mean, Corey Buckholder, who wasn't, you know. Oh, Carell coming on, out of Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't He wasn't on, like, that total status, but was used very, very effectively. You have always seen Andy Reid champion the running back's position, and that was the same thing with, with uh, Hilaire, Hilaire. And, and so, to me – it just doesn't it's not a good look even if even if he is right even even if Le'Veon is correct in saying he doesn't ever he would rather retire than play for for Andy Reid again you had an opportunity to get in there and own your position with a coach who loves using running backs it didn't happen so that's a hard one for me to get my head wrapped around to say, okay, you come out and you say that about the one coach. I can't think of maybe maybe Dick Vermeil, who, by the way, a Philadelphia coach. Um, I can't think of, of too many other coaches that have utilized their running back in so many different ways that that Andy Reid has done so it it almost makes you wonder okay you had a problem in Pittsburgh you left you had a problem in New York 
you left. Now you're in in Kansas City with a, 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 which, by the way, uh, they were in the Super Bowl and won it the year before. Uh, and now you don't want to play for him. What is going on with you, Le'Veon? And and that to me, that's something I'm going to raise with Plexico at some point because you know Michigan them, State guys, them Spartans be touched, man. I always told Plexico there there's something that ain't right about the water or something that's going on down there um, in East Lansing because y'all be touched, man. Like y'all be like, what are y'all doing, man? Like I don't get it. I don't get it. Wow, you just went after Michigan State. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's okay. a Big Ten. That's a Big Ten attack. No, you know course. what I mean? I mean, look, I've asked a lot of questions about Mark D'Antonio on our show <laughs> Monday through Fridays. Uh, folks, you can go find that in the archives. It is not hard to find. Raised my hand about a lot of things and handling of a lot of situations right. uh, before he abruptly resigned. Uh, so uh, there, there was a you lot know, going they got, on there. They got the gymnastics situation there, too, if I recall there's, correctly. There's a lot going on. There's a little, little. There's a little something going on in East Lansing, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Now you know? I wanted to circle back because you did bring up Carell Buckhalter. Nat- yeah. Naturally, I had to go do the deep dive as to what happened with him. Ten-year NFL career. Uh, the last part of the injuries, Wikipedia page. Yeah, he had a lot of injuries. Yeah. But the last part of the like, he owned a quarter horse stallion called Absolutely No Doubt. Uh, mm-hmm. who had a good run uh, in the back end of uh, 2008, 2009. But here's the last entry, and this is, you know, where it all goes goes wrong. One count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and health care fraud by the U.S. Oh, Department of Justice wow. uh, pled guilty in July of 2020. And there you go. There's one to grow on. Be careful, kids. Yeah, man, you don't want to try. You don't want to do that stuff. You, you definitely want to be on the up and up with that. Right. I think there was a whole. So he was a part of that whole conspiracy That's with a whole guess. bunch of other yeah. players. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That, as we we chronicled that. I mean that started a couple years back so to everybody out there that's wondering what what the hell we're talking about right now um there were there's a fun within the nflpa i believe it was the uh it is the uh uh who was who was gene upshaw there it is the gene upshaw fun i believe it is where if you need medical attention like if you get a device like say you needed a tens unit or something something that you know was for your health um like directly related to your health you can get get the item and then send the 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 invoice to this fund and they'll pay for it Yes. So they were forging from what it sounds. This yeah, well, is what I've well, read. I'm looking at it on uh, the United States Department of Justice website because I'm a nerd. That <laughs> oh, Ten former NFL players charged in alleged nationwide fraud of health care benefit program for retired NFL players uh, put in claims for medical equipment that was never purchased or received. Right. There were fake. There were fake receipts being used. Exactly, and True. I heard it was like a upwards of like three to four million dollars or whatever it was. Three point four, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he and uh, Clinton Portis were the uh, the big names uh, on the list there. And th- yeah. from that positivity, we're going to launch back into actual NFL talk uh, and quarterbacks. Jesus. Well, I mean, look, there's good, there's bad, and programs set up to do great things. The problem is if it's a little bit too uh, lax in administrative duties, uh, people are going to try to exploit loopholes. We see that every day 
and you're all looking. I read the newspaper yesterday. Yeah, and wherever you are, and we'll leave it at that. Just uh, be cognizant of what's going on around you. That's all I can say. Uh, and and know, you know, where where there is uh, an inch, folks try to take a mile. He's Lavar Errington. Uh, and he's on the up and up. He's at King of the Mammals, and uh, he will give you positive positivity. He'll give you some training tips, some thoughts for the day, and, and just all around goodness uh, with his beautiful family. You got me at Swollen Dome. All I do is quote songs and tell you what you should be watching on TV and movies. Uh, we'll do a little of that as the show goes on. Why? Because, uh, you know, I don't sleep. So what do I do? Binge watch things. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And maybe yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about Russell Wilson because maybe he got into his feels and felt better about life because of something he watched. We'll talk about him next year on Fox. Hey, welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the All-American himself, three-time Pro Bowler. It's LeVar Arrington. And I hit the post on a little take on me. Did you catch that right as the... Oh, that's skill. nice. I mean, that's being a broadcast professional. I should go work also in some, well, across our great iHeartRadio platform. How about I host a, hey, remember the 80s show with Mike Harmon? I like it. We'll do that. We'll do some movie reviews. What do you think, LeVar? You're in. I'm all in. 80s are the best. Well, celebrating all those anniversaries these last couple days, uh, we commemorated the Billy Bats takedown uh, by uh, well, Tommy DeVito in Goodfellas. That was June 11th, 1970, uh, the actual historical event. Um, Ferris Bueller was released. All those years ago, Friday it's was good the anniversary movie. of that. So, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or was it Indiana Jones? Or, Great uh, Temple movie. Doom. One of them is 40 years old. Uh, I want to say it was Raiders of the Lost Ark was mm-hmm. uh, 1981. Were you a fan yeah. of that franchise? Oh, absolutely. The yeah. Shia LaBeouf one didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. But it's good to see Indiana Jones coming back. Uh, you know, they're going into a fifth. 78 years old. They just started filming. I'm a big Harrison Ford fan. Legend. I like that he's a smart aleck and goes in and they ask him all sorts of questions about Star Wars. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, were you a space ghost? He goes, I don't even know what the a space ghost is. What do you want from me? Right. Kind of sounded like Russell Wilson uh, when he hit the microphone uh, this week. I saw what you Talking did. about uh, what, trades? I don't know anything about any of these trades. In terms of the trade talks, I think that anytime you play professional sports, there's always a possibility of something happening, right? And I think that's just the reality. I think that there's a lot of teams out there that people were saying that I was going to or would go to. I requested a trade. I did not request a trade. Um, I've always wanted to play here. Um, you know, and, and the reality is, uh, you know, uh, I think calls were getting thrown around and this and that, and I think that's just a reality. Um, but I think at the end of the day, the, the real reality is that I'm here, and I'm here to win, and I'm here to win it all. So He's got, a, he's got an interesting future in politics if he wants to go there. No, that was pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, at one good. point, he was rumored maybe he was going to be a bear. I have a nice bottle of champagne. If, if Russell had come to the Bears, look, still he got Justin Fields, uh, as much as I love Mitchell Trubisky and – you know, I, I'll burn a candle there for him. Uh, but the if he, he were coming in and Aaron Rodgers going out, we'd be popping that bottle of champagne. We may do it anyway. <laughs> but it, it didn't come to fruition. But it, it did not. It, it's fun in, as we remember, the interview with Dan Patrick, uh, a lot of the things floating about in the press, you know, on anonymous, always anonymous sources. Eventually, yes. I just want to see all the names out there. Put your name on it when you have the opportunity. But Russell... 
you know, said, said all those things. I don't know. I, I don't, I would like to get hit less. I'm like, all right. So he's had the quotes of any quarterback. Yes. I'd like to get hit less. How, how is that some big controversial statement? I said it then I said it now. Does it mean he didn't necessarily, uh, that he categorically didn't want a trade? No, I, I believe there might've been something to that, but there's also something called being an adult and getting back to the table, recognizing, you know, legacy, history, where you're at in your career, and what organization probably gives you the best shot to win. Does it mean this is the end of it? No, he's got an out after this year in his contract, so maybe there's more to it. But at least for the moment, it appears, hey, we all at least got back in the room, recognized where we have an opportunity to win, and so let's get at it, and I'll go back to my politicking and going back to saying nothing like he did here. Because uh, all the trying to deny it when you start adding the umas and uryes and and all of those things, I know you're searching for your words. It, it, you're right about that. For one, I I did pick up on that very quickly as well. Uh, you know, an interesting thing about this whole whole setup is it just raises the stakes to a tremendous height in terms of having success, right? Like if you're if you're the head coach, if you're Pete Carroll, you have to have success because if you don't have success, then all of those things that were floated out there through anonymous sources um, now become more prevalently discussed as it applies to you as a coach. Like it was put out there that, you know, that Carroll doesn't have to answer to anyone. Right. Um, so then you look at Russell Wilson. And the same exact thing applies to Russ. You got to have a level of success, a high level of success, not just success, a high level of success. Or now it's it's kind of like, okay, well, you made all these demands or these rumors were put out there as to what you're supposed to, to want and what you need. And you can't even do, you know, what it is you're required to do. And, and so I think the level of expectation – because of public rifts is going to be high. And, and, and in some cases, the only way that you can come out on top collectively is if you win. If you lose or you don't do as well as you should, someone has to take the blame for it. So Russell Wilson isn't out of the woods on what happened this, this offseason as it applies to the, the, the Seattle Seahawks organization. And the Seattle Seahawks aren't out of the woods as it applies to what Russell Wilson had, you know, going out in the media as to why he wanted to leave. So to me, I think that it's interesting that he comes out and, and tries to smooth it over like nothing ever happened. But the only way that that happens is if they're able to have a successful season. Going back to all his Alec Guinness Je Jedi mind tricks. These are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> These are was, not the droids you're looking right, for. Right, because he was really curt <laughs> when asked about the dismissal of Brian Schottenheimer. He was not happy with that. Shane Waldron comes in and the question of whether it becomes a more run-first attack. is like, well, that'll, that'll help you be successful of not getting hit uh, if you're able to do it. And Generally, hasn't that been Seattle's M.O. when they have the right running backs to get that done, right? When Chris Carson's not banged up or any of these other running backs. Remember when Marshawn Lynch was there? Seems like they were more a run-first team. So, you know, taking a little off of Russell Wilson so he can get through unscathed 
a little longer in the tooth. It's still a young guy relative to longer the Tom Brady's. The Tom Brady's of the world, but he's been in a decade now. Right? You blink and guys are no longer kids, right? We're talking about Atlanta a bunch and what they're doing with still going with Matt Ryan. He's been in since 2008. But you don't hear anything from Matt Ryan. No, he's quiet. You know, my wife he, told he knows me he's this got a today. Good run there. Yeah. My wife told me this today. More often than not, when you have a, a, a really, really good job, a lot of times you just have to be okay with being okay. It's a good line. You, yeah, I mean, and, and it's interesting because when you break it down, it's like Matt Ryan has been okay with being okay and, and has been playing okay <laughs> lately. And he doesn't he doesn't rattle any cages. He doesn't he doesn't make anybody uncomfortable. He doesn't, you know, ruffle any feathers. It's just Matt Ryan is the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. Will he be the quarterback next year? But you don't hear anything. He had that one year, 2016, outside. I mean, that's the or actually, two out of three years, right? 38 touchdowns in 2016, 35 in 2018. Otherwise, he's a 26 to 28 touchdown guy pretty much his whole career. Solid. Says nothing, does his job. Something to be said for that. Do your job. Yeah, well, it's something to be said about those who said, too. You know what I mean? Like, he's not on the level of Russ or Aaron Rodgers either. So it's just kind of like. Well, you got to know your role. You got to know your role, man. As The Rock said, know your role and shut your damn mouth. By the way, we need to figure out, you know, that that quote that Trish had. I I got a a picture in my head of a T-shirt. We just got to get the uh, design right (laughs) with enough sparkles. Well, she's so far from being okay or average. It's just funny to hear her say that some people, that's what your employer wants from you. Is The, the moment you go to your employer, your employer with something that's going to be progressive or disruptive or, you know, something that pulls them out of their regular comfort zone, there's a problem. Well, but that's it. People don't like change is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Positivity, man. working towards positivity. Sometimes uncomfortable. Some folks would rather stay miserable. Don't you know that? Jeez, You've been around kind of, here long uh, enough to, yeah. to know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying us. I'm here. not I saying that. I'm, I'm about to say radio. I'm not saying anything. I, no, 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 I wasn't I, saying Fox Sports Radio. I'm I love saying, everyone who pays me. No, no, no. The, <laughs> you jackass. The point I was making is, you know, more, more. You, you've got a couple of years under your belt. You're still a young man yeah. with lots to do. You just, you've been around. You gave us that story earlier, just dealing with. Uh, the Washington football team all those yeah, years I would have handled it so differently. Well, I would have handled it so that, much differently. But that's just it, right? Some of it comes with age and experience, and the other is time, place, and knowing when, how to finesse that mm-hmm. as opposed to the raw emotion that sometimes takes over for us. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Life lessons, a lot of laughs, uh, and Isaac Lohenkron. Who's got what's trending in our sporting universe? Michael and LeVar, let's begin with a men's singles final of the French Open in Paris. And holy crepe, underdog Stefano Tsitsipas of Greece has won the first set over Novak Djokovic in a tiebreaker 8-6. And Tsitsipas just took the first game of the second set over Djokovic as well. On Saturday night in Game 3 of the NBA's Western Conference semifinals, the Los Angeles Clippers defeated the Utah Jazz 132-106. to The Jazz 
Jazz still leads the series two games to one. Baseball Saturday night, the Cubs' Jock Peterson homered for a third straight game in a 7-2 victory over the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Texas Rangers broke a 16-game road losing streak with a 12-1 victory over the Dodgers. Finally in soccer, Denmark national team star Christian Eriksen remains in stable condition today after he collapsed on the field Saturday during a match in the European Championships needing to be revived by CPR. Denmark's team doctor said tests done on Ericsson so far have been fine, but it's still unknown why Ericsson collapsed. Denmark head coach Peter Moeller said a short time ago that he has spoken with Ericsson. Christian, he was concerned about us. Um, so he said, yeah, and, and of course his, his family. And he said, yeah, I did. I don't remember much and I'm more concerned about you guys. How are you, how are you doing? Um, so, yeah, that's typical Christian. And Michael and Lavar, Stefano Tsitsipas has just taken another game over Novak Djokovic. So already leading one set to none. He's now up two games to none over Djokovic in the second set in oh, wow. the French Open men's final. Back to you. Will he get swept like Nikola Jokic is going to be <laughs> oh, later wow. on tonight? Two jokers. How about that? Look at Isaac had no response. At Isaac Lohenkron on Twitter. We'll go off the rails with High Lohan about 10 minutes from now. He uh, went off the grid. He's like, nope, Forget I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, no, this is uh, Tsitsipas uh, dominant and the uh, the winner in the tiebreaker. Uh, Jokovic just started clapping, you know, his racket like, wow, he got me. Nice hmm. shot. You know, that kind of thing. So uh, 22 years old, showing some fight. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on that as Ilo brings us our updates throughout the day. England 1-0 on Croatia in the 79th minute, Euro 2020. Why I'm a big soccer nerd now, uh, living in the life that I do and analyzing right. matches with my daughter. That's what and we do. And harassing referees. No, no me? Oh, oh, no, oh, no, 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 allegedly. Policing other parents? Oh, oh okay, my bad. Well, you know, you know they sometimes they need uh, to to get put into check. Hey, hey, lady, shut up! Well, no, I I don't. I'm never that dismissive to anybody. Oh. They oh. try to shut me down. Oh, you can't even cheer for your. I mean, I'm not even being mean. I'm not cheering against your kids. I'm trying to rally mine. <laughs> and I'm being told to be quiet. You're too loud. I'm like, well, you know, deal with it. I don't have a megaphone. This is just me. This is how I was made. <laughs> I'm you loud. see these quads? Well, that's They're too. on my daughter out there. Well, that's the other thing is you kind of turn and you flex, and it's like, all right, sir, I, I want no part of this. Uh, <laughs> much like uh, in Dallas right now via the Dallas Morning News, Zeke looks great. He's in the best shape of his life. The words of Dak Prescott. Anytime I hear best shape of his life, you've set up the excuses of, I don't know what happened. He came in and shaped. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. He came in and shaped. Look at him. He did the offseason work. Everything was right. So now if Zeke underperforms, gets hurt, whatever. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. When he came into camp, man, it's clear. He changed his diet. He lost 10 pounds by shaving his beard. He looked great. I tell you what. He better do something this year with all that money Jerry Jones put up in front of him. 979 last year, career low, four yards per carry after walking off with a bag. Maybe he put it down and he's just getting back to work. Because that will saddle you down if you're money carrying that bag Money will change with you. your life, man. Anybody who's told you that it doesn't, you're kidding yourself. Money will change your life Well, patterns. that and the way he was pursued. 
Like, I think that was the other thing, the way Dallas did it and when he was down in Mexico and everything else. Like, Jerry Jones, like, desperate, please come back. Yeah. Which is which is fine because you know you need him to run your offense properly, but uh, you've also given given up the farm in that. Not just the giant contract, but also he knows – You've told him now what he means, and I and I hate that because it's kind of, you know in sharp contrast to everything else we're talking about here, right? Communications uh, and, and letting your people know in your life and in your work, you know how what their value is. Uh, here, unfortunately, it looked like maybe he he took those words to heart and said, I, "I didn't have to quite work the same way." I don't know what happened in terms of why his his game fell off of a cliff. But this is one of those years where you would have to assume if they don't see more of an ROI, because he has not performed since getting the contract. That's the thing. I could see if he performed at least one time. He has not performed since, what, it's two seasons since getting the contract, I believe, right? It's yeah, two so, yeah, so two you had in – I mean, part of it, obviously, you didn't have – Dak Prescott there last year, right? Yeah, but 2019, he was 13.57 and a 12 touchdowns. Second time in his career, he'd gone to over, you know, double digit touchdowns. Last year, though, you have fumbling issues and he'd lost a full half yard per carry. I mean, I don't don't know how much different. I mean, they were still moving the ball with Andy Dalton. Were they as prolific? That's what I'm saying. You you should have, that should have been a time for Ezekiel to be highlighted and 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 really really saw how special a a running back he he is in a moment where you lose your starting quarterback Andy Dalton isn't so bad that you can't have success throwing the ball hey he's QB1 in Chicago now (laughs) how about it man so I I just I'd have to just say this this is a year that will define Ezekiel Elliott's rest of his career and how we will look at him um, as we look over his career. It's like a guy that had a brilliant college career. It's a guy that had a brilliant early early part of his career and earned the the billing of being the best back in the National Football League. I mean, it was it was kind of a, a battle between him and Todd Gurley. Yeah. And we all know that Todd Gurley has, you know, because of injuries, of course, has not been the type of player he was back then. Um, but the verdict is still out on Ezekiel Elliott. Like, I think we would all comfortably say we've saw the best of Todd Gurley. That's that's a done deal. Todd, Todd Gurley still trying to find himself a job this offseason. Correct. Season. He visited Chris's Detroit yeah. Lions and left without a deal. He was in Baltimore. Baltimore, The yeah. idea that maybe they'd add another running back there. Just really quickly, though, LeVar, in a minute, uh, if you could, uh, what, what immediately comes into your mind when you hear the phrase best shape of, of your life? Uh, you're overcompensating. Okay. Just like when you said, just like when Anthony Davis said, me and LeBron are a hundred percent healthy. You're, you're overcompensating. There's overcompensation. Okay. It's just this side of line, but but sure. But Dak is happy, right? I mean, Dak is going with peaches and cream. He's okay with being okay today. (laughs) Oh, he got paid too. Uh, That's that's the point. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. He got his bag. We continue to look for ours, and we'll see what's in the magic bag of tricks 
uh, of Isaac Lohengron coming up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminder, we're brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Off the rails. Coming up next with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Sunday. Back with you. Appreciate you. Give it us a few minutes of your time. Chris Perfett on the ones and twos. Check him out at Pride of Detroit. His podcast and and scrawlings as he gets ready for the new year. They're starting to do their uh, top 10 list so you can argue with him about placement. He's agonizing over his wide receivers. Deciding how much he wants to vary from his uh, teammates there. I, you know, let's let's take a minute here, Chris. Bring it, bring you in. You were trying to decide. You, you've got Keenan Allen sitting there, Lavara. Maybe you're you're the guy that, to come in and bring be the voice of reason with some of this, uh, and, and maybe make the the argument for Chris as to how he's got to play this. Chris, go ahead. Sure. The dilemma that you've been having. I'm just looking at the bottom of my list right now. Um, Julio Jones is in a new place. As much, and you know that that's going to bring me some consternation. Chris Godwin is kind of almost near the bottom, and uh, the other big thing I'm trying to figure out right now is just what to really do with Tyreek Hill, whose pro PFF grade last year was just not great, and I'm just trying to project where he's going to go next year. Hmm. What do you think, Lamar? Uh, well, I mean, if he's got him near the bottom. What what what's what are what what's what do you need? It's the do you drop Julio out of the top ten as your ranking wideouts? We're not talking fantasy. We're talking players on yeah, on the in, field independent of scheme and everything. These are big. Like each year we do you, it. I I haven't you, done it. This is like preliminary research. Is Julio still that tonight. dude? Yeah, he's still top ten. See, there you go. He's still top go. ten. Gotwin is still top ten, and Tyreek Hill is top three. Boom. See, now you've just thrown a monkey wrench into all of that. Well, He's I'm now stroking his you, beard going, damn it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> giving you some perspective. There you go. At King of the Mammals, we'll be doing a lot more of this uh, coming up here as we get closer to training camps and football analysis because once we flip that script in in September, we'll be doing game analysis, yeah. rankings, and all that fun stuff week to week. Uh, there you so go. Fun. Exactly. At Chris Perfett is where you find him on Twitter. Uh, now we go over to Isaac Lohengron at Isaac Lohenkron, and I can't wait to see what he's got this week. We all do double takes at curious headlines, but it takes a keen eye to make sense of them. Here's our man reporting on the theater of the absurd. It's Isaac Lohenkron, and this is off the rails. Michael and Lavar off the rails this week. A whale of a tale, courtesy Uh-oh. of Michael Packard, a commercial lobster diver from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. On Friday, Mr. Packard was diving for lobsters at a depth of about 45 feet when he suddenly felt a huge bump and everything went dark. He thought he was being attacked by a shark, but then realized he was trapped inside the mouth of a humpback whale. Oh, wow. As he explained to WBZ Television. My only thought was how to get out of that mouth, and I realized there was no overcoming of a beast of that size. He was going to do with me what he wanted to do, and it was 
either he spit me out or he swallowed me. And I was actually in his mouth probably a good 30 seconds. And thankfully, after those 30 seconds, it must have seemed like 30 years, the whale surfaced, shook its head, and spit Mr. Packard out. He was rescued by his crewmate and suffered nothing more than bruised legs. And Michael and LeVar, a couple of footnotes here. Yeah. Mr. Packard, on a previous occasion, was once dragged out to sea by a strong current and had to tread water for hours before being rescued. And also, about 20 years ago, he survived a plane crash in Costa Rica that killed three people and survived two nights in the Costa Rican jungle before being found by searchers. So here's hoping that's what's, enough excitement for one lifetime for Mr. I mean, Packard. Uh, it, exactly. I'm about to say, what's the conclusion to all of that? Don't go on vacation with this and, guy? And stop going in the water. Well, I certainly would not be caught dead near that guy. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, you know what? It, it, it really makes me think because here we are, and, and LeVar's a professional athlete and, and achieving, you know, the, the dreams of, of so many people, and we all know how difficult it is to make it in pro, pro football or as a pro athlete. So there's that definition of toughness. But a story like that makes me realize that there's hardy people outside the world of sports. It's tough enough to flourish and survive in professional sports, but there's some people, there are a lot of people out there who have stories and real life adventures. They're just people like Mr. Mr. Packard who live that sort of life that are even more extreme and tough than people who like us who travel in pro sports circles can even contemplate. I've only heard of Jonah in the Bible yeah. getting swallowed by a, a whale. I have never heard a story so off the rails in my entire life other than reading it in the Bible. I think my man's going to have his own Discovery Plus adventure show coming up based on some of these things. We'll be checking uh, in next week with the continued adventures of Mr. Packard. That might be off the rails every week from now on, guys. Yeah, well, in the meantime, we'll watch a couple of seasons of Deadliest Catch to remind us uh, of the high seas and the, and the problems. Stay on the boat. I do remember at one point we were watching a guy canoe around uh, the family and I and we, we could see a whale near oh, him well, and my right. kids started yelling, look out Jonah! Look out Jonah! Jonah. He's gonna get you! Hey, expansion's a good thing, right? Especially when $2 billion are on the line. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The wait is over. 
The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Greetings. Welcome in. Second half of the show begins. Disco ball is still spinning around. Marching band hanging out in the corner. Maybe uh, the horn section will stay. Mike Harmon alongside three-time Pro Bowler, the All-American himself. It's LeVar Arrington. Hey, buddy. Second half begins. We've already got a game done, a match done on the pitch as England beats Croatia 1-0. We got Tsitsipas, who's dominating Jokovic here in the men's final at Roland Garros. I got cornhole championships. I got a a veritable potpourri. I had axe throwing to start my day, too. How about Uh, that? I did not beat the spread in that one, so we'll look to make it up as the NBA (laughs) gets going a little bit later on. Right. Right. And you got to have action. If you got four TVs in front of you, man, come on. Yeah, no doubt. And 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 TV and and screen uh, pitcher in pitcher. You That's know right. what I mean? No, there's a lot. Got to maximize. Around. No, absolutely. And then there's one that they brought in for the draft that's still here. Uh, we'll end up getting some kind of movie on there at some point. Yeah, there's a lot of activity swirling about. It's good to be with you. Always look forward to our Sunday chats. How was how was Hi, the week? Everyone. Kids are good. They're out of school. Week what kind of good. chaos are they in? Uh, volleyball, basketball, football, uh, Monopoly. Nice chess games. I mean, there's yeah. You guys play a lot of chess up in there. We do play. What do you a lot What do chess. you play? A quarter a game, fifty a game. What do we got? What What time wise? Oh no, I, I meant money. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, the kid, the guys <laughs> I play are broke. Damn, the they're broke. all kids. <laughs> Well, well, oh, well, Micah. Okay, he just got paid. I was going to say, Shots out to four Micah, years by guaranteed, the way. by the way. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. That's he got funny. his bag. It's so funny because I saw a caption where I, I think uh, Ezekiel or somebody put out there, hey, rookie, don't touch me in practice like he's covering Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. I thought so many different things when I saw the the, the, the picture. And 
I refrain. I don't. He, want to he put will him not in no be in the best situation. shape of his life if uh, Micah can get hands on him. In <laughs> well, camp. I can in tell theory, you that. <laughs> Micah Parsons is probably faster than ninety-eight percent of the offensive players in the National Football League. So. No, he's ready to go. So yeah. certainly there. Uh, Chris Perfett has tagged out. We're blessed this morning uh, to be joined by a broadcast legend. It's our guy John Ramos. Oh, uh, wow. Joins us this this morning in for okay. uh, Iowa Sam, go. who's visiting family and uh, you know getting back to his midwestern roots. I believe this week we got Isaac Lowenkron uh, on the updates as you've heard. Hi, of course. Hello. Nick Battaglia, our executive producer. So we've got our team in full effect, making us sound so pretty. We thank them uh, for being part of the team and the effort that they give to the show. John, you know, making making some uh, concession. You hear him during the week uh, on the Doug Gottlieb show and and helps run things here for our technical production uh, across Fox Sports Radio. We give uh, credit and homage uh, where it is due, and obviously to you wherever you are on a Sunday. We appreciate you being part of our extended family, uh, taking us with you wherever you are, hikes, hiking trails to, from, services, maybe going out to brunch. Maybe you're into mimosa number three or that first cup of coffee, whatever it is. Thank you. Uh, evangelize, keep telling your friends, the iHeartRadio app, SiriusXM, Channel 83, one of our many local affiliates, wherever you're listening. Please, I always love getting those notes. Uh, where are you listening? You can send those at Swollen Dome. Uh, and, of course, we're always uh, part of that little voice in the back of your head when you start making arguments at the bar or at home. It's like, wait, Harmon or LeVar had something to say uh, about that. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I throw this up as we start the third hour of the program this morning. The Inevitable expansion of the college football playoff. Uh, looks like we're going to 12 teams, LeVar. Four, the first four teams would get a bye. And what does it mean? Well, the annual event projections would be from the current $600 million, already a lofty pile of cash. Uh, I mean, that's Huel in Breaking Bad bed money right there uh, to more than $2 billion. You know, that, that's like LeVar Ball. Now we're going up to $3 billion, uh, when he was talking about Big Baller brand back in the day. But getting it to $2 billion, obviously you're looking to recover a lot of funds lost during the pandemic when you couldn't have crowds and shortened seasons and all of those things. But now you start talking about negotiating rights packages. I know Larry Scott's uh, kind of cursing because he's the outgoing Pac-12 commissioner. This would have made his life look a lot better one because he'd probably have a team playing in the football top 12 most years mm. right 2020 a bit of an outlier but mm-hmm. normally you would have a team floating around the top 12 and maybe a, a little bit of a push because of the power five but certainly the revenue uh stream coming in much larger than what they'd been able to negotiate for the pac 12 and i won't bore the nationwide audience but just say they took and made a really really bad deal uh, and I'll leave it at that. You can research that a little bit more. Nothing like what the SEC, even the Big 12, certainly the Big 10, have negotiated and been able to put through for, through the years. I, I've looked at this at all, all different sides and, and read all the arguments against, and most of them boil down to we just don't like expansion, LeVar, mm. versus trying to figure out how this benefits the sport. You know, there are a lot of different opinions on this particular topic. I tend to fall on the side of trying to figure out the fairest approach to to crowning a national champion. 
if all teams don't have a real opportunity to achieve winning a national championship, then it's not truly a national championship, in my opinion. You go to some schools and it's like, oh, they're a D1 school. Like, all right, you play Bowling Green or you play Appalachian State or a Cincinnati, um, a Marshall, but they're not viewed as as national championship caliber teams. And and so whenever something happens to one of these MAC conferences or Conference USA or whatever, uh, you know, teams, they never get an opportunity. Now, on our show uh, yesterday, uh, TJ raised the point, but those teams would get their tails kicked if they played against traditional Power Five schools. And that wouldn't be good for that wouldn't be a good look for college football. I tend to disagree because in every loss, there is a win. So the only way you can become a national power is to get exposed to it. You know, I think about Gonzaga in in basketball, right? It's like, you know, you, you think about those schools that come out of nowhere, end up being able to compete. And then what happens? You know what? Like they they start to get more and more players that are intrigued and interested by the program. I ultimately think that it could generate more money for these smaller programs that are trying to compete with these behemoth programs that exist. It also it also gives them uh, the ability to attract recruits that they wouldn't normally attract. And and for what it's worth, ever since I've been in the coaching, I realized that a lot of talent is overlooked. So there are better players that aren't getting four or five stars um, coming out of high school, um, maybe for one reason or another, lack of exposure, smaller school, not not as uh, good a competition in the level um, that they're playing in, the league they're playing in, whatever it may be, they don't go to the top schools. So if if these recruiters for these smaller schools are doing their work and really getting out there into the weeds to find talent, you could actually get some really, really quality players and people to come play for your program. So I think that if you if you have an expanded uh, field in the playoffs, it gives the smaller schools, the other guys, an opportunity. But the caveat to that, Mike, is is that in order for for it to be done fairly and 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 done in a way where you can try to get the best teams in the country playing in a tournament, you would have to add more games, even more so than the expansion they're talking about. And so that now the conversation expands into a much bigger conversation, which is how many games do you play? How many non-conference games in the beginning of the year do you play? Do you play them knowing that you could possibly miss the playoffs if you don't play two or three games in the regular regular part of your season? How much does that impact your bottom line? Once you go to the playoffs and, and that whole scenario, now you're talking about 16 to 18 games if you really went to a, an expanded field of, of, of mass proportion. How does that look? In terms of compensation, if a guy is has the opportunity to go play professionally, is he going to be motivated to go through playoffs? And if you're Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson, how many of these kids are going through 16 to 18 game seasons every season of their their college career 
without being paid. So there's just so many big conversations connected to this this whole expansion of the playoffs that I like the idea of it. I know while I know a lot of people don't, I like the idea of it, but yet there still has to be a come to Jesus moment, a critical mass conversation that takes place as a, as it applies to how many games these kids are going these young men are going to be playing during the course of a season. I do like that you got the critical mass in uh it is known that at any show that uh, I am on, you are on Critical Mass. Look out. Yeah. Normally I say it once a show. You got it in today. Nicely yeah. done. We've got a couple of movie references in, as we always do. Compensation, I, I would say, to to some degree, uh, that'll be meted out a little bit with the name, image, and likeness. But your point's well taken if suddenly you're asking for a 50% give in terms of games played, right? Going from your normal schedule, adding playoffs, etc. Uh, scholarship reductions have obviously dispersed talent a little differently. So some of these smaller schools or whatever, mid-majors, I, I say that with all love and affection, not the pejorative way that it's normally referred to on shows uh, across the radio networks and television networks. It's guys find their space, and this gives them the exposure. To your point, getting on TV, hey, there's a school there I can go to, I can be a player. Or maybe I ne- just never considered certain areas or states or schools because I didn't know they existed, right? I mean, who knows how how kids are exposed to the opportunities that may avail of them avail themselves, right? The recruiting process, guys fall through the cracks. There's a lot of names, a lot of tape, and everything else. So opportunities, opportunities for those coaches to put their name out there and maybe rise to another level. Maybe they get a look at another one of the, you know, power fives or whatever else, uh, the independence coming out of that. Cause part of this is the, how do you solve Notre Dame? Uh, where are you going to force them to join a conference before it's all said and done? Are you a big East guy? Uh, or are you showing up in the big 10 finally? Or is the one big of those East other still things? big? No. Okay. I no, think so. no, but I mean, it's there. Uh, but <laughs> that's a conversation uh, for another time. But just, you know, some of it falls out, and the name, image, likeness, I, I think to some degree helps the players, particularly if you're at an Alabama. I mean, think about all the opportunities that avail themselves. I'm most curious to see how it helps on the women's side of things in terms of exposure compensation, especially coming out of the softball championships and the record numbers and attendance figures and everything else that were shown there, like to expand it. But staying in college football, you know, you're you're talking about as soon as folks dismiss everything to a cash grab, it's like you're doing a job or multiple jobs as a lot of us do in the media world. You could argue once you get to your third job, you're doing a cash grab, aren't you? Uh, So don't dismiss when everybody else is trying to figure out how to help their bottom line and keep the, because they keep the lights on for a lot of other programs. So mm-hmm. if they add more money here, uh, the trickle-down effect, while it's not a one-to-one, it helps, right? And yeah. and I think that gets lost in all of this. Remember last year we were talking about the number of programs being cut across so many different schools. Famously, Stanford cutting, what was it, nine programs or even more than that. And then you start looking at it going, all right, we're starting to get back into business. We can bring those back or something like this where maybe you didn't have funding and now you get a a little more equity for these other programs 
at your institution. I, I see I see so many more benefits that it's more than worth it to get through some of the ills. And the player compensation is always going or always going to be problematic. I, I don't know that you're ever going to find the right answer. Like, cause just saying pay the players doesn't solve it. Okay. No, how, it doesn't. Right. How, you know, does the quarterback on Alabama get the same as the long snapper at Alabama or do the wide receivers or running backs because they run the show at Alabama? Do they get more? I mean, it, does it go into escrow accounts? That's always been my thing. And then you get a pile of money at, at the end of your three to four years there. That might've been a, a way to look at it years ago. Name image likeness now changes all of that. So it, it's curious. And what are the what we benefits? Like they got us. There's so many moving parts to sure. this, right? Like life insurance benefits, 401ks, all kinds of stuff. Like it's basically a profession. It's your profession. And it's almost to the point now where it's getting egregious to not try to figure out how to govern college sports as a professional uh job and duty don't you think of the children because then you don't have to even have the the auspices of going to school that's a whole other well i think you do i i I certainly think you do but and 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 for what it's worth mike if you really think about it are you raising the stakes of getting better grades if i'm making a hundred plus thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars my jersey is selling i might be making another five hundred six hundred thousand dollars and i have the ability to make eight hundred nine hundred to a million plus during the course of a year off of my performances on the field (coughs) take it from me i will certainly make sure that i have great grades and stay eligible yeah but that that leads to the question in the parenthetical of all right, who's actually earning the grades and stay, keeping you eligible? He's LeVar. Yeah, that's a whole lot. I mean, that's that's taking a next layer to it, though. Like, get your grades. That's. I'm just saying, I, I'll take it up. to that next layer. Hey, if I got to pay somebody, it wouldn't be the first time people paying somebody uh, to do me. their work for them. I mean, come on. Let's come on, be I had here. offers back in the day, and I was okay, an idiot. Okay, of course you did. <laughs> and I was an idiot, and folks well, wanted you know, me to write for them. Hey, people make bad decisions every once in a while. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Garman. This is Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday. Coming up next, we did the Aaron Rodgers side of things earlier. Coming up next, we we talk about Jordan Love and and progress at minicamp and answering the questions with a, yeah, no duh, next on Fox. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside the three-time Pro Bowler, the king of the mammals himself, our guy, LeVar Arrington, you hear him Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon here on Fox Sports Radio, up on game, download the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio, give it five stars, download it, pass it around, evangelize, he'll love you forever. T.J. Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris on board that show each and every week, and of course here, LeVar and I for four hours, podcast will go up a little after 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m., Eastern time today, and also as part of the bonus coverage of Up On Game. You also see him on Fox Sports 1 looking oh so pretty. Uh, he's LeVar, at LeVar Arrington, at King of the Mammals. Is that enough yeah. tribute? That was good. You know, I had to come back out and do a lot of promotion after you uh, 
talked about the bad decisions that people would be asking me for any asking kind of advice. You? Yeah, well, you know what? Desperate times call for, uh, uh, you know, yeah. break glass in case of emergency kind of things. Jeez, I didn't know that that was break glass emergency. Well, no, that's me. You know, it's like, I know, all I right, get all the, nobody else there in the hall. Harmon, we're tapping you in. Uh, oh, to that point, the, the Packers trying to figure out what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers. And mm-hmm. it's one of the great stories or miserable stories or non-stories of the offseason, depending on who you talk to and how much they feel about it. To me, it's a lot of, all right, it's, it's fun theater, but wait and see for training camp. And then we'll see how much it, it goes further. If I'm the Packers, I'm like, have fun. Have a great vacation. Don't get hurt. Don't Jawan James yourself. Although he ended up getting another contract and now has a dispute against the league. But, uh, you know, don't do not do anything silly. And uh, we'll see you for training camp. And mm-hmm. then you'll have to decide how, how disgruntled you really are and whether you want to sit out and wait on Jeopardy to call you back. Mm-hmm. In the interim, Jordan Love getting a lot of reps going through the mini mini camp paces and for all the chronicling of every throw, which just made me laugh. Oh, it was so fun. And it's like, oh, and this guy made a catch. And then they're getting all chesty about it. It's like, we're in mini camp, man. I love you. I want to hug you. I want you to do well. I do. You practice the way you it's, play. It's practice. But you do practice but the you, way you, you gotta, play. You got to start. But but when it get, starts getting elevated by local media, like, you know, this, this is the be all. And it's good start. Right? No, you got you. You take the steps as they are. I, I don't. I don't downplay or denigrate the play, but you know we're talking about practice. I mean, you're right, <laughs> but that is the job of the media to create excitement, sure, or controversy. Well, and and or they discussion. Did, and how about they did that by asking one of the most innocuous questions ever to Jordan Love? Are you prepared to be the quarterback week number one? hundred percent. Obviously, this is a time where you know I'm getting a lot of extremely valuable reps that you know I might not have been getting in a normal circumstance. So, uh, going to take it day by day. But yeah, that's I mean that's what I'm here for. I'm a, I was drafted here to play quarterback, so uh, I'll definitely be ready week one. Got a couple of cliches in. Got a little yeah. find your wins mantra in. Uh, but the question itself, I mean, what what do we like? That's one of the you know, highlights to all of the Aaron Rodgers isn't here is that Jordan Love, that part of it, I, I think is a great answer of, hey, I'm getting reps I wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. So this is great. But from the, are you going to be ready? What's he going to say? Nope. Too fast. I'm seeing, seeing ghosts out there like Sam Darnold. I got all sorts of problems. Like, no, he's going to say, hey, I'm ready. I'm number one. If he says anything else, he might as well just get pack his bags and leave. You know what I I truly dislike about all of this? What's that, my friend? Is that we're talking about a person's career, a dream that they probably had. I don't know how long Jordan Love had a dream of of trying to make it to the National Football League, but we're talking about a a young man that has pursued his dream and was successful enough to go in the first round of the draft. He is not in a healthy position. He's not in an environment that's conducive for him to be successful. And he's riding the pressure of being the person that was drafted the way that he was drafted 
to succeed. Uh, yeah. To, yeah. Well, whether it was Aaron one Rogers. year, two years, or five years, yeah, you're the next in the line, right? You've had I two mean, quarterbacks I, for thirty years. That's always happened, but this is different because of the drama that in, in the soap opera that's playing out between Rogers and the organization. And I think that it's kind of it's it's what's lost in all of this is Jordan Love's voice. Is Jordan Love the person? It's lost because we're looking at Jordan Love the player. Is he the player that can actually provide the the bravado and and the performance to replace what you are going to get rid of in Aaron Rodgers? And if if, if all things given the answer is probably no. It's usually no. And so anything short of what Aaron Rodgers was able to accomplish, Jordan Love is going to be pretty much largely in part considered a bust. And that I think that that's, you know, sometimes in some cases, I think that it's BS that, that players, even though you're getting paid and you're a pro and I get it, you got to deal with all of the elements involved. I still think that it's kind of BS that you bring a kid into that scenario to have to navigate to have a successful career. Like, it's hard enough to want to be good. It's it's hard enough to want to be a pro bowler or an all pro. It's hard enough to try to get to a place where you've done it long enough where you get considered for the Hall of Fame. But then you you come in and these are your circumstances. This these are the parameters that are in front of you or around you as to what your success can be. This is the ceiling that sits on top of you coming in. Like it's it's a great story if he's able to break through and be what Aaron Rodgers was after Brett Favre. Because I know there are a lot of people like, well, Aaron Rodgers did it. Like, okay. Aaron Rodgers was able to come after uh, Brett Favre and and have a, an amazing career. I'm not saying that Jordan Love cannot do it. I'm just saying the drama and the coverage and the exposure is even way more different than what it was when Aaron Rodgers was coming out of school. I just think that it's very difficult sometimes to to listen to what a guy is going to have to go through just to have a measured level of success. Jordan Love is not set up to be successful. The Dak's deck, Dak, that we already talked about. The him, deck is the deck, stacked. Certainly stacked. We'll continue talking about Against this because, because I'll, I'll talk about where he's got an advantage that a lot of quarterbacks coming into the league don't. We'll I'd get like into that next, but it's Isaac Lohenkron has an update on what's going on in the sporting world. Starting at the French Open in Paris and the men's singles final between Novak Djokovic and 22-year-old Stefanos Tsitsipas of Greece. Tsitsipas took the first two sets over Djokovic. He took the first set in a tiebreak 8-6, won the second set handily 6-2, but right now it's Djokovic leading in the third set four games to two with Tsitsipas leading the match two sets to none in the 
French Open final in Paris. Coming up today in the NBA playoffs at 3 Eastern, Game 4 of the Eastern Conference semifinals from Milwaukee with the Brooklyn Nets leading the series two games to one. Then tonight at 8 Eastern, the Phoenix Suns go for a clean sweep at Denver. And finally in soccer, Denmark national team star Christian Eriksen remains in stable condition today after collapsing Saturday during a match in the European Championships and having to be revived on the field by CPR as well as the defibrillator. Some rather frightening new details just came down from Denmark's team doctor, Morten Bosen, about what happened yesterday. He said, quote, he was gone and we did cardiac resuscitation. It was a cardiac arrest How close were we to losing him? I don't know. We got him back after one defibrillator, so that's quite fast. Unquote. Again, happy to report that Erickson remains in stable condition today. So Michael and LeVar, between that and the incident that we described with the humpback whale swallowing a lobster diver on Friday, that's enough excitement for one day. Back to you. Well, that's it. you got to find those wins. You've been given second chances. I mean, 29 years old on the pitch. Uh, a frightening moment at Euro 2020 uh, that that stopped the sporting world. Everybody trying to figure out details. Uh, sometimes maybe you don't get full disclosure, but hey, go home. Make sure you're hugging folks that that are in your sphere uh, that you love. Maybe if you don't love them, you're, they're still your people. Uh, claim them. Make sure they know these things. Like we've preached on this show since uh, well, since you you joined me last year, Lavar. It's the uh, love who you love. Hold them tight, tell them every day, because you never know the uh, Greg Dooley line from a live show a couple years ago. Tell them while they're here. That's it. We get a you know a lot of uh, roses and and big pageantry uh, once someone's gone. It's like nah, they'd like to hear it. It's like it'd be good to know. And look, even if you hate me at Swollen Dome, uh, love or hate, that's really what we're going for here uh, on Sports Talk Radio. So may- maybe you'll hate this take. Staying with Jordan Love for a moment. Normally, you're drafted into the first round. You don't you don't get to go to a place where there's, I mean, right now there's some acrimony, but overall organizational stability, mm-hmm. like you have there. Most first round quarterbacks are going to bad teams, and you get a lot of positive press. Why? Because the team has been an abject failure for an extended period of time. So it's the all right, he's the next savior, and you get an awful long leash by which to work with that before the you know, they start cracking down on things you can't do. And for Green Bay, as I said, between Brett Favre into Aaron Rodgers, you're looking at 32 years. Trust me, uh, my Chicago roots know it all too well because uh, that's usually a- at least one loss, and most years it's been two uh, for as long as I can remember. Hard-fought games, no doubt, but uh, finding a way to choke, I'll use it, choke them away at times. Uh, staring down at number 12 or number four. So for Jordan Love, the expectations are going to be big because you've got an organization that's also a winning organization. So it's it's a different level of expectation. There is. um, You know, getting drafted is a blessing and a curse sometimes. Uh, When you're really good at the college level, you're generally going to, like you said, get drafted to a really bad team. Um, if you're really good in some way, somehow you get drafted by a really good team, that's, you know, you've won. Because here's the thing. 
if you if we were to break down all of the amazing football players that are in the National Football Hall of Fame, I would be curious to see how many of those Hall of Famers are from dysfunctional teams, dysfunctional organizations. I've never took the time to really like jump into it and delve into you know the amount of of Hall of Famers that you know where they come from and what was the the team situation you just look at it like oh they're they're Hall of Famers right but I would challenge people just go take a look like just randomly just start going down the list of guys that are in the Hall of Fame and that just knowing what I know I I guarantee you it would be an eye-opening experience. I mean, that would be an interesting summer project, I think, that we maybe we take on in the background here. Just to kind yeah, of go I, through that, I you can do it, it, I think, in all sports. I mean, basketball's different because it's, it's more a global Hall of Fame, but certainly for the Pro Football Hall of Fame and even Major League Baseball. I mean, how many times do you hear that he's going to be the first or second guy to have a plaque with this team's logo on it in the Baseball Hall of Fame uh, because they don't have – uh, the riches and the pageantry and the history. Likewise, in the National Football League, and, I mean, you speak to this firsthand. I mean, you were the first draft pick of, of Dan Snyder. And let's and let's call it what it is. Uh, everybody knows the history and everything that's gone on there. So, you know, sometimes you're, you're working against uh, a bad hand right off the jump. You didn't know it necessarily at the time, but we've got 20 years of history now. You uh, can be really good on a really, really bad team. And if you're not, true. if you're not, if you are not exceptionally good during that time, like IE Calvin Johnson or Barry Sanders on your team, you're not going to get the looks and the exposures, exposure of those guys on teams that win you're not you, you know for what it's worth i believe that legends are are born and built in the playoffs and 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 iconic figures are are made really in a lot of ways in the championship games and for what it's worth it's because you have so many people watching and it's like, wow, this guy's really good. Even if you're not that, like, like think about this, right? Who's the who's the cornerback that had a great game for the Dallas Cowboys against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl that they played against each other all those years ago? I can guarantee you everybody can come up with the name. Initials LB. Get some Larry Brown in. Everybody could come up with Larry Brown. You think about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Everybody can can think about and remember who the guys were in that game. And even if you were to struggle on who was the MVP, of that game in the national or in in the in the Super Bowl when when Tampa won it you still know the players on the team 
And and so for me, when I think about when you get to know what these these players, who these players are, it happens through the success of the team. And and so for me, it's just it's unfortunate because a lot of times, you know, it, it, you're either faced with what Jordan Love is facing, which is you're on a good team that has a legendary player at your position and you're going to hope that you can wait wait it out long enough to get your opportunity or or you go to a team like the Cleveland Browns or the Washington football team or the Detroit Lions you know or the Cincinnati Bengals you know or the Miami Dolphins or the Tennessee Titans, right? And it's like, wait, hold on. Some of those teams are pretty good now. The Dolphins look are looking up. The Tennessee Titans are looking up. They're making progress. Yeah, but they have historically been very bad. Right. You've had decades of uh, here's a couple of mediocre seasons, maybe one or two breakthroughs, but for the most part, an afterthought in the I National I mean, the Titans, had, the Titans had great runs. You know, sure. with, with Eddie Javon George and, and, and all guys. of them, sure. yeah. But but after McNair and all of them, sure. Tennessee has been a marginal, marginal team, marginal type of setup. I mean, you look at the Houston Texans. I mean, you go around the league, you are going to see more teams that are not good, more franchises that are dysfunctional than are functional. Well, and that's that's why it works, right? We talk about it every year when we get into coaches and we can play the game of all right, this guy. And there's, you know, four coaches that have wide tenure and everybody else is cycled through at eight per year. Your point is well taken. That research project will be undertaken by our staff. No question about it. He's LeVar Arrington, King of the Mammals. I am Mike Harmon at Swollen Dome where you find me. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next, we pay homage to the Mammals of the Week. We got to celebrate greatness wherever we can. And we'll do it next. Let's get after it. It's Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Thanks to our team. We're sounding pretty. We're dancing in the studio. Dancing in his home. My guy, LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Arman. Thanks for being with us this morning. Yeah. What up? Just dominating. Nick was like, I got the list of the guys that are top 10. You're like, no, your job is the Hall of Fame. Mm. It's a bigger list. And here's what the, the the problem with the list is. There's a lot of bears in there. Like when you get to it, that doesn't necessarily mean organizational success over a long period. Mm. It means success back in the day. And then well, a couple of that's outliers. The point. Cause sometimes yeah. the outlier could be a coach. Yeah. And then we have the outliers that, I mean, obviously Erlacher uh, goes in and we, we talk about some of the, the greats and I'm a big believer that Olin Krutz, should be in the Hall of Fame as well. He's a beast. So I'll, I'll keep banging that drum here. I know Jonas Knox on the network as well. Uh, we commiserate over such things. We're but you know what's crazy is yes, they just didn't win enough for people to look at Olin Krutz as a Hall That's of Fame. That's the hard part, right? You talk it, to guys it, that really watch the wise. game. You, yep. You talk to people like yourself that you know were in the game during that time and watched the game and analyzed the game. You, you, you recognize greatness, but then – does it translate to team success? And that was the point about coaching uh, that I made uh, just a few minutes ago to tie up, you know, the point as we were talking about organizations and, and a little bit 
of the Jordan Love extension, right? Of yeah. you've got a few few organizations, you know, your your Belichick's and and Tomlin representing the the Patriots and Steelers. Obviously, they don't churn over, right? They 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 get you can have a down year, you can have a down couple of years. The expectation is long game, not short sighted. Versus some of these others that it's seems sometimes as a knee jerk reaction to something in the media or you had a bad experience with a fan while you were paying for your groceries. It's like, oh, they really don't like this guy. We need to make and break the other way. And we've seen some organizations where it's it's a revolving door. So that's it. You find you've had some organizations that just don't get respect. Sure. I mean, if you think about, I always use Jacksonville as the greatest example of, I call BS sometimes on what the Hall of Fame does. Because there are guys in the Hall of Fame that are not better than Tony Baselli. Sure. That that are not better than Fred Taylor. And I could say that, and I could say it with total confidence that they're not. But yet those guys haven't even sniffed the Hall of Fame. If you go look at the stat line of Fred Taylor's NFL career, the only thing he has missing really from his career is a Super Bowl. Like, that's really it. Fantastic career. And a guy that, uh, again, I'll I'll do some more uh, stump speeches and more blogs in support of him. But you know what we need to do? We need to crown some mammals of the week. It takes an apex predator to properly assess situations and spot potential greatness. They're taking you on a safari. No matter how big or small, LeVar Arrington puts the spotlight on them all. These are his mammals of the week. All mammal. All mammal. Let's start with Paul George. I mean, Paul George finally had the type of game where we could call him playoff Paul P, not Paul P's uh, play is off, uh, which is amazing. And then, obviously, you know, we heard uh, Ilo mention Jock Peterson homering in his third straight game. That's very difficult to do. That makes him a mammal of the week because, obviously, that's amazing. And then, got to send out shots, thoughts, and prayers to Denmark's Christian Erickson, who suffered, uh, you know, a cardiac arrest. Um, he was gone as reports say, and he came back. So he fought for his life and won. So go figure. That's his all-mammal as it gets, Mike. And that's my all-mammals of the week. Paul George, Jock Peterson, and Christian Erickson. Paul George, hearing the noise, came back to a game here in Los Angeles. His uh, game was dead, and, too. And, it had to come no, back No, exactly. To There's yeah. no question about it. Uh, do not go to the light. Hey, coming up next, Charles Barkley hates all super teams. Let's talk playoffs in the NBA next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Greetings. Final hour of the program for us this morning. Happy to be with you. Mike Harmon alongside three-time Pro Bowler, the All-American, King of the Mammals himself, my guy, LeVar Arrington. Some great chatter this morning, LeVar. Spirited debates, as always. Time flies when you're having fun, man. Oh, nice and easy. Our team making it sound oh so pretty. Good to have John Ramos in with us this morning. Not that we don't miss Iowa, Sam, but it's hey, good John. to see John. I haven't seen John in a while, so it's good to good to catch up a little bit. You know, John does a lot of, uh, you know, youth sports with his kids, coaching, so we're talking a little bit about that. And I got nice. a delivery, and the guy knocked on my door yesterday. He's like, yeah, I got a package for you. I was like, all right. And opened the door because I, I had a feeling, you know, which delivery it was going to be. He's like, uh, "What? what is in there? I'm like, dozen soccer balls. Because <laughs> the hell you need nice. a dozen soccer balls for? It's like summertime, man. It's That's drills right. time. Let's go. That's right. And he looked at me like I was insane. He goes, well, well they're are, all deflated, but okay. right? No, but that's it. I, you're I wear insanely, it. brilliantly awesome, Mike. Well, I try, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're, no you're too kind. You're too kind. Yeah, that, the brain's the always truth. working. We got yeah. a lot of things in, in process. You've got up on game. We've got a lot swirling about as we start head first towards a new National Football League season. Uh, there's so you know, much going on at Week know, 17 Mike, and everything else. Yes, sir. That's what Udefa was thinking when he was in the in the hallway and saw you in the dorm hallway and said, you're off the bench and you're on deck, Mike. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's my guy. Yeah. I, I, I used to be charged, uh, for those that missed the reference there, Udefa Ismaili <laughs> played with us at Northwestern. He was, yeah. lived down the hall from me, and, and we were in a class together. And I became the guy that had to get guys to class. 
not a coach, no no official role except the professor would be like these five guys. You better bring him every day. It's like, all right then. I mean, that's Northwestern. That was some pressure, though, because so that was an 8 a.m. class. <laughs> that is one academically sound school. You know who else is a really, really fine young man that I truly, truly love and have such a healthy affinity for from your school, your Who's that? great school? Napoleon. Napo oh, Harris. Napoleon Harris. That's one Good of my man. guys, man. Shots out to Napo. You know he's in politics. I now, know. Man. We need to get it. We need to have a conversation, do a podcast or something. We need and, to have him on. Sit and let's ask a lot of questions. Yeah, well, let's call him. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll make on. that happen. There's no question. Because he's because he's big. Well, because he's also big on the NIL stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it would be a great timely event. We could talk Northwestern. He played with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit of you know Las Vegas Raiders talking. That's it. All right, it's it's been the challenge is accepted. We will find we will find Illinois State Senator Napoleon Harris. How about it? I'm coming for you, Napoleon. All right, Napo. Exactly. All right, one guy who's not shy of opinion in the NBA, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. And some folks love to hear what's going to come out next. Some kind of cringe a little bit because they're afraid uh, of what's going to be said next. But Charles Barkley quote: "I root against all super teams." It's interesting. Right. KD's a great player. I think he's a great kid. He was at the American Century Championship Golf Tournament uh, doing a uh, conference call, right, because he shows up every year for that. Uh, I don't know him well, but I'm not a fan of super teams. So, listen, if they win it, they win it. But to be perfectly clear, I'm rooting against those guys. I root against all the super teams. Hmm. I, I think it's an interesting, you know, concept, construct, and, well, time, you know, line in the sand although he must be reminded that he did play with Elijah Wan and Scottie Pippen at one point. <laughs> Even though they were a little longer in the tooth, you're still making making an attempt, right, to, to find that ring at the end of your career with I, a couple of stars. You know, you know what's crazy? We can look at Houston and say he was with Scottie Pippen and Akeem Elijah Wan in Houston, but even when he went to Phoenix – you know, he was on the team with Tom Chambers and Kevin Johnson. And Thunder Dan. And Dan Marley. And he was orange, just like the color of their logo. I mean, you want to talk about about a guy embracing a team's colors? Nobody did that more than Dan Marley. Dan Marley, yeah. I mean, think about that. That's a super team. They had a they had Cedric Tabalas, Danny Ainge, Charles Barkley, Tom Chambers, and <laughs> uh Kevin Johnson was a an animal. So I, I mean, to say that you're rooting against super teams, I think I think some of the ideas that we come up with, I gotta be honest with you. Some of the ideas of, of what we come up with recently in terms of how it how it compares to uh the history of the game, I think mostly all teams back then were super teams to start with. I, I, just how I see it, that those those Detroit Piston teams, super teams. They had more than three guys. You know what's funny? You mentioned mentioned the Pistons, and most folks just go really, but Isaiah and Dumars. Oh come on, man! Plus Vinny the, way the microwave. Were, but the way you were able to play basketball too, you built to that. Right. right. It's a, it's Think a different about time. the Lakers back then. Well, Think about the Celtics. Well, the Lakers back then. and Celtics say that was just uh, absurdity. But those were super teams. 
No question about it, right? They were super teams. People seem to forget, you know, Kareem had to come from somewhere. Bro, the Houston Rockets with Clyde Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon and all those guys, those were super teams. Every single time you saw a team win a championship, they were super teams. How about this? 98-99 Rockets started with, with Barkley Elijah and Pippen. Look at some of the other guys on this roster led by Rudy Tom Tom Janovich. Tom yeah. Right? So Michael Dickerson gets drafted out of Arizona. You got Matt Bullard out of Iowa. Iowa Sam somewhere is smiling. Uh, Antoine Carr's on that squad. Bryce Drew playing some minutes. Othella Harrington, the big guy out of Georgetown. Uh, our guy, Katino Mobley, you'll hear him later on with Bernie Fratto, uh, 5 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brent Price, Stanley Roberts, uh, just go all the way down the line. You, you got guys that, that contributed and a solid team. So when I we just, talk about super just, teams, it's an yeah. interesting concept. I just think that when you look at a team that has a Kyrie Irving, uh, KD, uh, James Harden, then you look at the rest of the squad, okay, like your boy is is really now playing some basketball ever since he's left uh, Detroit and, and went into um, Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, Blake Griffin found Blake the fountain Griffin. of use yeah. and, well, motivation, and right? Just you got, don't get yourself hurt. Better days are coming. Then you got guys like DeAndre Jordan who really don't even play that much. Right. You know, you got you got He's guys. insurance at this point. <laughs> you got guys that are guys on these teams. And but what we fail to realize is that okay, these teams have been built largely in part due to like I, I don't want to call it colluding, but I mean, these guys are friends. Well, no, but that's just it, right? There's the difference between what teams still get fined for, which me it makes no sense whatsoever, right? Daryl Morey posting a picture of Seth Curry going, hey, come play here, or, or something to that effect, gets him a $75,000 fine. Pat Riley showed up on uh, Dan Lebitard's Free Dumb, yeah. which I thought was funny as hell, uh, and we talked about it. Got a $25,000 fine for saying he'd leave you know, the rusty key under the mat if LeBron James was looking to move, and we talked about LeBron changing his uniform number uh, and, and all of those things. But it's just the idea of you, you get tampering there, but how are you going to stop the players? You're texting well, your guy. I it's, think it's the that same thing. There's no undue pressure. You're either in or you're out. I think that that's the root of, of the old head, the old school's idea and version of super teams is that they feel as though these guys are coming together and doing these super teams to win, whereas – you know, back in their day, it was more so done through the draft. But need I remind people that guys like, say, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they went to super teams. They sure. went to teams to make them super teams. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't drafted by the Lakers, you know. And, and so for what it's worth, he came back to where it all began for him as a Bruin. But you know, he was in other places before he played for the, the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, you think about guys like when when Carl Malone said, hey, heck, we can't get this done in, uh, in Utah. Let me go ahead on over here 
And oh, by the way, here comes Gary Payton. Right. So you got Carl Malone. You got Gary Payton. You got all of them are on the Lakers. So I'm not really trying to hear all this super team talk about, you know, like it's something that's new. It's not. It's not new. It's It's really not new. It just takes on a different format. It and is. I think, you know, the, the more that players can do it openly, I think it, that flies in the face of some of the the players uh, of yesteryear because it, it was covered but not the way it is now where guys are, are open uh, of wanting to play with one another and, and power to the players. And, and it's something that makes people nervous to the original point of just organizations and the way things have always been. Well, it's different. You want to win? Listen to your players. They want someone from another squad if they avail themselves. We talked about Damian Lillard a little bit earlier. Yeah. Right? So he makes the public statement that he wants Jason Kidd or Chauncey Billups was the second name. Go get him. Right? Jason <laughs> Kidd then him. says he doesn't want to come. So what does that mean? Go if get he's Chauncey not, Billups. But here's the thing. If Jason <laughs> Kidd says, you know, I, I respect it, thanks for the love, I'm not coming, does that mean behind the scenes, A, He's making a play, and he's already got something in place in the. Sounds like it. You know, for Frank Vogel or some other job, or B, he's been told by Damian Lillard, "I'm done." I'm coming with Portland. wherever you at. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's the case. That's hanging out in the balance. Because People you know, hang me, I, out, I, I, I like uh, I like the conspiracy side of this. I've hung out with athletes here and there, um, and when they when they're together, they talk. No. They talk about everything. Yes, they do. They talk about. Hey, listen. They talk about everything, bro. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I was being sarcastic <laughs> you, with you, just yeah, so you no, know. And you, you can't, just so, you can't, you can't so, do that on a Sunday morning. Just so those people, <laughs> just so the few people out there listening <laughs> that didn't catch the sarcasm, I just thought I'd make sure you guys know that there is some sarcasm there. Everything. But, but with that being said, they do talk about everything. And 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 what the one thing that you know, the one thing that I enjoy about being uh, an alumni of being a professional athlete is once you're an alumni being a pro it that that alumni fraternity exists in every sport. So if I see somebody who played in the MLB, if they played hockey in the NHL, they played in the NBA, whatever professional level they played at, like at the golf tournaments we're at, stuff like that, appearances, charity uh, appearances, we all respect each other as former players in the pros. And so the conversations that are had are are that uh, very, very open. Um, like I remember I was hanging out with Massier one time, um, and and Mark Mark Massier, right? He's the the that played for the the Flyers, correct? Let's make sure I'm right on my name here. Say that again, Lavar. Messier. Yeah. Messier. Sure. Yeah. So uh, he was the big head hunter, right? Well, he was a big goal scorer. But yeah, I mean, played the ho- hockey the uh, the old the, school the old way. school way. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we were hanging out. I just wanted to make sure I had it right. We we were hanging out and we're talking about knocking people out. And I'm sitting there like, man, I'm talking to this dude. He's one of the Broad Street bullies. And well, no, this way, well, Messier was see, an Oiler and Ranger. So I'm messing it up. So, I'm, so who is so I'm it? Not who am I talking to about? Out who you're talking? He's the he's big. He he's ball headed. 
we were at a i've only hung out with him once i i, I met him at an event one time come on he's, he's legendary he's big dude broad street bullies though were uh technically before i was born lavar so nah, my my, my hockey part, history ain't the ain't the uh, as strong as everything the, else but he was part of that like that that kind of mystique for the philadelphia um for the flyers for the flyers okay but now it might be. Well, did he play for the Flyers? Yeah. Anyways, I totally butchered. See now, now the, it's kind of gone. The story is the same. Regardless the story of is still the same. We were talking about knocking out dudes, and I sound like I've been knocked out. Um, <laughs> and and the point is, the point is, is that the stories and the relate, re, the the connective relativity of what what takes place, ultimately, opens up the the your your heart and your mind to the you know the admiration and so when you think about it as as a current player when you had that type of admiration and that type of exchange energy exchange anything is bound to happen because then you become cool with one another it's like man i like like my mindset aligns with you know how many times we've had i've had conversations with guys and they're like man i would have loved to been in the locker room with you I would have loved to worked out with you. I would have loved to play with you, you know. So imagine being a current player, and that takes place. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how super teams are formed. We go work out together. We're shooting together. We we go do field work together. All these different things that build these bonds and these ties. And it's like, oh well, we've we've gotten smarter with business, and we know how to get to the teams and get out of contracts and get into contracts mm-hmm. easier than what we've ever done. It just has a line where you can create teams with guys that you have admiration for. I mean, and guys I don't think that work out in your area and everything else, right? Should be a problem with that. Throwing sessions with receivers or, or guys lining up at a gym. Uh, I need a speed guy, so I got to work with you on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, come uh, hang I, out I got with that me. good first step, but after that, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> he's Lavar Erickson. I'm Mike Harmon. Fox Sports Radio here. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Having some fun with you. Coming up next, I love celebrity boxing. Do you think Lavar does? We'll talk about it next. But first, hey, Father's Day's next week. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Ponder that a second. Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for extra close and a precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Jonas. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Jonas. J-O-N-A-S. Get your razor. Give dad the best shave. Smooth and ready for summer action. Fox Sports Radio, we talk more on celebrity boxing and big reaches next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Greetings. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Carmen alongside the All-American, LeVar Arrington. We're having some fun with you. Whip it right. Whip it, babe. Whoa, try. Just let it whip. <laughs> Come on, I let it, it whip. You hadn't sung to me in a while, so I had to make sure we, we let that breathe a little bit. Yeah. At King of the Mammals on Instagram. Find me over at Swollen Dome. We're having fun. We're watching some French Open. We've got the Euro 2020. Macedonia is out on the pitch. All the fans were holding up their signs upside down. It was I didn't know if they were trying to send me a message through the television. And I've got cornhole. Uh, I've got the, the – it's just an absolute burial right now. Uh, mm. So that one's not even competitive. They're starting to mail it in. The crowd in attendance looks bored out of their minds. Uh, but to that, I say, Friday, we take it back in the world, uh, extended world of sports and entertainment. Celebrity boxing with its latest match. Let's hear it. Look out. Look out. Aaron's got to let him go. Aaron's got to let the bombs go. He's getting one out. He's getting one out. He's down. Okay. He's down. Okay, get up here. What? There it is. Fight TV stalked around the ring. Normally we talk about punching down from the idea of, hey, you know, you've got whatever level of success in your life. Say you're a sports talk radio or sports television host and you start getting into fights with people in the Twitterverse. Anonymous. 
folks in the Twitterverse with random icons, symbols, whatever, as their Twitter handle, you know, as what they're putting out to the world. And you start fighting with them, going back and forth. That's what we call punching down. Uh, Lamar Odom, with the reach that he had, and perhaps the first to everywhere, ever wear saggy boxing trunks, <laughs> stalked Aaron Carter. And he was doing a spin move, trying to get out of the way. You're not running away from the from the, the reach of Lamar Odom. Dossalum. So we, we covered it a little bit on Friday. Uh, where are you when it comes to celebrity boxing? I'm all in. People say cash grab. People try to denigrate it. They tried to do it to Floyd Mayweather. It's like, you know what? If folks want to give up some of their hard-earned money and be entertained and forget about the real world for a while and watch celebrities or quasi-celebrities beat the hell out of each other, who am I to stop them? MTV did it a long time ago. It was called Celebrity Deathmatch. Well, you did it in claymation form, and Fox had a couple of episodes of Celebrity Boxing back in 2002, hosted by Chris Rose. I have no problem with different forms of entertainment. Like, because we all think about hypotheticals, and those hypotheticals have played out. Did you know that Jesse Owens raced a horse? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he did. Chad Johnson was, did too. Our guy Andy Furman set that up. I mean, and did, did uh, that, Chris Collinsworth did too. Did that mess up track and field and what it represented? Did it mess up? Jesse Owens' legacy. You know, guys have done done uh exhibitions of of wild stuff like didn't uh did Michael Phelps do an exhibition racing a shark yeah, or something did the, like uh, that? Yeah, they did the digital shark. Yeah. It, it, it really they they hyped it really well so where you actually thought he was, was in a real some shark. sort of tank. That, I mean, they'd be separated of course, but right. that it was a real shark instead it ended up the, being the, CGI. The thing so about it is Right. So the thing about it is, is that there are always ways to try to benefit and and maximize celebrity and sports and entertainment. And and for people to to get upset about that and say, oh, it's dumb. I'm not watching this or I'll never do this again. Or like, what what are you expecting? How about you get your ass in the ring? Since since nothing is good enough for you, you go get in the ring. And you box an opponent or you fight an opponent, and let's see what you do. Yeah, um, let's I, put I you always, on display. <laughs> I just always hate the term cash grab. And look, whatever Floyd wants to term it after a fight, saying, hey, I got your money and, you know, na 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 and boo boo and all that stuff, that's fine. But for folks in our profession that are chasing, you know, multiple jobs and, and angles by which to monetize things, to dismiss any of it as cash grabs, it's brilliant. It, 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 that you're just they mad don't you get didn't it. get it part of the bag. They don't get all of the thought process and planning and and information grabbing and gathering that it takes to actually execute an event where money people want to put their money behind it and people are willing to pay to see it. Like, they don't get it. Like, for me, I want to see Lamar Odom box someone else another celebrity i want to see it you know see what why? happens next i want to see what happens yeah i don't expect him to be a professional i, I want to see chad ochocinco get into the ring and box i don't expect him to be a professional but it's entertaining is he going to get knocked out is he going to look pretty good what like you tell me like show me jake paul stays in there and and, and listen I do believe 
that Floyd could have knocked him out. Well, I think he did, and he, he held him up. To. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think he knocked him out, but I think he yeah, hurt he him got pretty him. good. Yeah, <laughs> he, he hurt he him certainly pretty good. Tagged him. Um, but but what does it? What would it have profited Floyd Mayweather to knock the man out, degrade him, and embarrass him to his massive following? So you do an exhibition. Like, let me tell you something. When Roy Jones and Mike fought, they weren't trying to knock each other out. They were trying to to put on a show and and survive, live, like be able to breathe by the time the fight was over. It, it give you just a glimpse of, man, like if I could have saw Mike Tyson fight Roy Jones Jr. Now, now my mind is like if I could have saw them fight in their prime. How amazing would that have been? You know what I mean? So to me, like, just enjoy it for, at face value for what, what the, the, the worth of it is and and stop all of these conspiracy theories as it applies to every single time somebody does something that's innovative or disruptive to or not even innovative, disruptive. They do something that's been done before. They might have just done it better. Like, you know, enjoy it or don't watch it. Well, yeah, yeah like Kevin choice. Durant said, you don't like it, don't watch. Don't watch. I come back to this. Uh, Fox, if you're listening, uh, folks over at the lot, uh, LeVar and I are ready to become part of the uh, the staff for Celebrity Boxing when you bring it back. We'll do all our best to reach out. I got some great stationery. I can send handwritten notes to guys to try to recruit. Yeah, no, it, it could be really beautiful uh, working it. You've, you're on the lot a bunch. I mean, there's plenty of space in that studio. Put up a ring and let's go. See what I'm doing? I help train. Enterprising. I, I'll train you, but I won't. No, no, I, I didn't say I wanted to. No, I didn't say I'm we were fighting. I, sa- I said we were going to be no, the guys no, we're broadcasting. Not okay, yeah, I like that. We were that. the broadcast and presenters. I like that, too. Yeah, to I like that. take the UK term. Because tell me we couldn't do some, some great shoot interviews. I like with it. With some of these guys. And women. Hey, you want a box? You got beef? We'll, we'll help you settle all beef. So we'll just call it the all beef uh, boxing card. I like it. Sponsored by, uh, I don't know, someone that Sam Elliott can do a voiceover for. He is LeVar Arrington. I like I'm it, Mike Garman. We're coming to you live from the uh, Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2020 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Coming up, golfless Rams, not golf, golfless Rams equals McVay happiness. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, it's Isaac Lohenkron with What's Trending. We are going to a fifth and deciding set in the men's singles final of the French Open between Novak Djokovic and 22-year-old Stefanos Tsitsipas out of Greece. Tsitsipas won the first two sets of the match. He won the first set in an 8-6 tiebreak, won the second set handily 6-2, only to have Djokovic storm back and take the next two sets 6-3, 6-2. So after a dramatic rally by Djokovic, we are headed to a fifth and deciding set in the men's singles final at the French Open. In soccer, Denmark national team star Christian Eriksen remains in stable condition today after collapsing Saturday during a match in the European Championships and needing to be revived on the field. Today, Denmark's team doctor, Morten Boson, said at a news conference, quote, 
he was gone. And we did cardiac resuscitation. It was a cardiac arrest. How close were we to losing him? I don't know. We got him back after one defibrillator, so that's quite fast. Again, happy to report Erickson remains in stable condition. Today's NBA playoff action tips off at 3 p.m. Eastern with Game 4, the Eastern Conference semifinals from Milwaukee with the Brooklyn Nets leading the Bucks two games to one. Then at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight, the Phoenix Suns go for a sweep of the Western Conference semifinals at Denver. Back to Michael and LeVar in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Mako. So in life, throws you uh-ohs. Just save, better get Mako. And head to Mako.com for an online estimate. Thank you so much, Ilo. At Isaac Lowenkron uh, on Twitter is where you find him. Our guys, John Ramos, Nick Pataglia, making us sound so pretty this morning. We appreciate all of their efforts. Uh, You hear John during the week on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Story that's kind of circulating, at least where we are, LeVar, here in Los Angeles, the Sean McVay talking about his happiness this season. And it's got folks raising an eyebrow and immediately throwing the poison pens back at Jared Goff. Now that he's off in Detroit, that McVay's a happier, better head coach. I think I've been very happy. Everybody says, man, you just seem like you're in a better mood this offense uh, off season. And I say, you're damn right. I am. Um, Yeah. That that's saying I'm, Feeling better with Matt Stafford without saying I'm feeling better with Matt Stafford. Yeah, he recanted as well, but tried to it, tried to walk it, it back. It was already it was already out there and he meant what he said and there's no reason to say, well, that was no shade being thrown towards Goth. Yes, it was. It was shade being thrown at him and, and it was probably justified. And and listen, I mean Again, we talked about it earlier in the show. Make sure you go check us out on the podcast if you didn't hear us earlier in the show. Uh, we talked about that <laughs> there are no emotions or feelings involved with business. And the business that that this coach is in right now, McVeigh, is, is in the business of winning. And he feels as though Matt Stafford, well, it, it gives him more of an opportunity to get to that next level. Like, you know, Goth did well. They made it all the way to the Super Bowl, but to no avail, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, we all look at, at, at Matthew Stafford and we say we always look at what could have been because we also talked about that earlier in the show as well, going to certain teams, um, you have a ceiling, like, I don't care how good you are. You have a ceiling of accomplishment in those places. And so it's the luck of the draw when you get drafted. And Matthew Stafford ended up getting the, you know, he got a Hunger Games draw. He he went into it. And, and it's Hunger Games in Detroit when you play for the Detroit Lions. And you <laughs> got to like survive. So it's at the end of the day, now Matthew Stafford is in a much more pleasant place to live. A much, I'm sure, a much more positive environment to work in, and is with a bright young new coach that has had great success. It's it's a match made in heaven. So you can't be mad at McVeigh for saying that and feeling that way. And if you're if you feel slighted and you're Jared Goth, you know what? Do something about it. Right. Go work harder. Go be better. Go give Dan Campbell his lion on the sideline. 
and take out all the kneecaps you can as best you can as a quarterback. Uh, but it, to that point with with Sean McVay, he knows that they, they were that close to that chip, right? And they were able to put up three points. And forever, that's going to be linked. So it becomes a, all right, how much do you make Jared Goff wear it, which is generally what happens, versus, well, McVay didn't exactly put them in the best position to win, right? He got out coached in that game. So that still sticks as well as part of his legacy as the would-be boy genius that everybody mm-hmm. made him out to be. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get figure out a way to get past that. And I always talk about coaches from A to B and then B to C. Quarterbacks are the same way. You can have a guy that gives you some stability, and if everything else is working right, you'll win your share of games. But when you're playing in the playoffs, obviously you ratchet things up. Are they going to be enough to be able to – they may not lose games for you, but can they win a game for you? And Jared Goff wasn't that guy. He wasn't the guy. And so now you hope you found the guy, and we'll get to see if Matt Stafford was 100% a product of a broken – Terrible, uh, as you say, Hunger Games tribute. Yep. I love that. That's good. That that's a good. That's a good line. Uh, <laughs> and, and or was it? You know, is he a guy that was just trapped in a bad situation, or can he deliver when the money's on the line? Either way, we'll get to see it unfold at SoFi here as we get to the fall with a hundred percent capacity. Either cheering or booing is every move. Hell, just like in the Hunger Games, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> and you and I will show up and. And we'll represent one of the districts while we're at it. At LeVar Arrington, at King of the Mammals, where you find him on Instagram. You find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we're going to find some wins and we're going to make some playoff predictions for the National Basketball Association. That's next on Fox. Steve Hartman stalking the hallways. He's coming up with Ryan Hollins about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio as the NBA playoffs continue two games later on today, one at noon, one at 5 p.m. We'll make some predictions for those fights in just a moment, but time to take a quick run into finding our wins, LeVar. Let's get them. Locker room squabbles, struggling teams, cheaters, and no-account owners. There's so much negativity in sports that it can ruin your day, but not Mike Harmon. He's here to shine a light on the good in sports with a simple mantra. Find your wins. All right, number one, you've heard it in the updates from ILO all day. Uh, the scary moment that happened yesterday, Denmark's Christian Eriksen stabilized after a collapse during Euro 2020, cardiac arrest. He was gone, LeVar. He was mm-hmm. gone, according to their medic. Uh, and so he's sending notes to his teammates, all the love and respect. They surrounded him to make sure that medics could work without the, you know, the crowd being affected, right? And and that and fighting through tears, really a big, a big scene. But he's he's resting, and hopefully on the road to a, a full recovery. They get full diagnostics and try to figure out exactly what happened. Just 29 years old. Uh, but again, the the reminder, not that we need any more of them after this last year, of uh, get out and find some positivity. Ramos and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. Nick uh, as well. Just, you know, go go find something that makes you happy today. Indeed. Right. Family, friends, a nice cold, frosty beverage in the summer heat. Maybe a little bit of a ball game. Maybe Maybe you got some television. I'll get into a couple of picks for you in a minute. We've also got later on, LeVar, 
the Westminster Dog Show. Best in show will be crowned on Fox tonight. Yeah, I was hoping that it, you know, I'll do it next week. That'll be one of my mammals of the week. How great is that? We don't have a crown yet. Yeah, we don't have a crown, but we've got our team, a lot of our teammates at Fox coming in to do some duty. Jennifer Hale, you hear on the network with us, you know, covering the Pelicans and the NFL on Fox and and Charlotte is Charlotte Wilder's getting out there. So follow them on Twitter. They've had some great stories of all the the trainers and and handlers and and well moments with the dogs themselves. It's really been a lot of fun. Uh, so I'll be tuning in later on. I hope you all do too. Uh, and from a television and movie side, I watched In the Heights. Right from Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, mm-hmm. This was the stage stage uh, production that they they made into a movie. You'll recognize some faces from different shows. Orange is the New Black, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda himself in a little bit more of a uh, side role. Uh, My only critique was a couple of things were really predictable. You know, Mm. that means I just watched too many TV shows and movies. Uh, The other was this was written before (laughs) Hamilton. And and in a number of the songs, there's like 20 to 30 seconds. Like, wow, he lifted that from himself into Hamilton. How about that? Hmm, how about so it? So you have those kind of moments. And, and look, guys have been sued for that. I hope that that can't be the case here. Uh, from the television side as well, uh, Loki premiered. Looks like it's going to be a good detective thriller, so I'm in. And then Kate Winslet, uh, Mayor of Easttown. HBO hmm. Max is worth, worth a look-see. All of their episodes are available for consumption right now. And there you have it. There's a very short list. Uh, more coming up at Swollen Dome. SwollenDome.com, findyourwins.com, all of those fun things. And rebuilding for fantasy football 2021. Rebuild. We're going to come back bigger, faster, stronger. That's right. Training videos as well. Of me Sweet. trying to learn how to program things is going to be part of the process as well. But later on today, LeVar, let's get back to the games. We've talked about them a little bit. We've done some NFL. We, we spanned the globe, as it were, and in about 15 minutes. Any, any part you missed, you can podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, wherever you download your audio, Fox Sports Weekends, Arrington and Harmon, or up on game, LeVar, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris, live every Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon here on mm-hmm. Fox Sports Radio. That's a win, uh, the three of them, especially when they're trying to console T- TJ over the Lakers' loss. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. be doing that for months, I think. Well, you know, they're they're all in denial. So some way, somehow, there's a win in them not being in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they'll figure out. Well, well, the justification is now they have a longer break and they'll be ready to play next year. Well, there you go. Is one of the spins that I've heard. All right, so we got Brooklyn-Milwaukee is the first game, 12 o'clock. Brooklyn, well, the ancillary players shot terribly. Uh, Well, it wasn't exactly an offensive game. Bruhaha was 86-83 was your final. They did have a shot at the end. Durant uh, with a three-point miss, so Milwaukee escapes. I don't know that they can get Giannis and Middleton to come up with those bully numbers that they did in, in game three. Hmm. So I'll so take Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I'll hmm. take Brooklyn on the road to make it a 3-1 series. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm thinking that the coaching adjustments – that were made, the amount of talent that they have on Milwaukee, that they're going to get two in a row. And I know that sounds bullish, and I know that sounds outrageous, but you know what? I I don't count them out 
in this scenario. No, I dig that because earlier this week, before it became fashionable, I did the, hey, is Budenholzer going to get fired? Uh, <laughs> if he go, draws even, maybe maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not, not so fast. All right, and then we got Phoenix, Denver. As we as anybody that knows that followed our Fox Sports radio yeah, good uh, hosts, uh, my, my team is uh, trying to stave off elimination, and they've been outclassed. Chris Paul and company up 3-0, looking to close it out. I think Denver might get one because of all the, hey, you're soft and terrible and all those from Michael Malone, that maybe they can get one more good old college try. But it's clear they're just outmatched by what Phoenix brings. Good night. Think about it. Try to figure it out. One, two, three, Cancun. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, for all the love of Devin Booker and Chris Paul, uh, watch him. That's the that's the guy I'm trying to uh, you know bang the drum for in this process. Like we forget, you know, quickly guys get shuffled. We've talked about it a lot with the NFL draft, certainly in in the NBA. If you don't go to Zion or uh, John Morant heights very quickly, you get forgotten. Yeah. And this guy's playing some big big minutes and frustrating the hell out of Nikola Jokic because the numbers are one thing, but look at look at that last game. Even though you had the triple-double, it didn't matter. They won going away. That's right. The Suns. Just finishing the job. They will finish it. I appreciate you. I hope you have a big Sunday lined up. Some relaxation, a frosty beverage or two. Yeah, man. And I'll I'll text you to harass you. Trish is making a roast. Oh, nicely done. Yeah. There you go. Maybe a nap for LeVar coming up here yeah. in short order. Maybe he'll stream it live at King of the Mammals on Instagram. I'm Mike Arman. Find me at Swollen Dome. We've got Steve and Ryan Hollins coming up next. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.